Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to episode 165 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on Wednesday, May 20th, 2015, and my name is Dan Gorman. Go directly to hell and do not collect $200, the game of real life, next on Six Ed World. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Casey Lyons and my name is Exeter, Doug Exeter. (laughs) My name is Greg Legro, and if it's all the same to you, I'll drive that tanker. Ah. <laughs> that must be bittersweet for you. Yep. <laughs> oh my God, we have tons to talk about this week. Two of us saw Mad Max Fury Road, while one of us watched. Spoiler: It's not that. Good. What was the name of uh? What was the name of that other movie? We, did you hear about the Morgans? That's what it's huh? called. Yeah, right? yeah. You, hey Greg, yeah. did you hear about the Morgans? Yeah, I heard about it. Uh, we will be rolling for movies next week. We will be talking about an episode of 90210. Oh, yeah. Relay. I always do that, but whatever. And so much more. Tons. Mm-hmm. So uh, before Tons. we get into the tidbits, our news, uh, we would like to remind you to email us at info at modernsuperior.com if you would like to let us know your thoughts and comments on the show or things that we have talked about. You can rate and review us in iTunes, please, and rate and review all of the shows that you listen to because it's a great thing to do. And uh, before the tidbits as well, I pulled some emails because oh. we got a couple of great emails. Uh, Matt emailed us again to tell us about how to pronounce his name, and I don't remember how, what he said. <laughs> um, I think he did it phonetically. He, he said but you I were doing it pretty didn't close. Read it yeah, because yeah, I like the. It was something history. like Rye hyphen something hyphen. Yeah, Reichenbacher. Yeah. I'm Weird. just gonna say that. Yeah, I think I'm gonna say Rye hyphen something hyphen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was riboflavin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, we asked him to spell it out phonetically, and now we'll just say it with a hyphen. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, you yeah. know what? Fuck you, Matt. Yeah. Um, but he said that he was listening along with the albums for the first time, even though he's been a long-time listener, and he's, like, super addicted to... Uh, Painkillers. Painkillers now. <laughs> it's a real problem for him. Um, mm-hmm. To uh, Springsteen. Yeah. And yeah, he also yeah said that's pretty awesome. He really dug the Blur album that we talked about. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, he that said... I will yeah. do whatever we tell him. Totally. To. Oh, and he, and he was saying, uh, speaking of Greg's t-shirt, Faith No More, he was mm-hmm. saying uh, he got uh, Angel Dust and he was trying to sort through it as well. Uh, and then he had to keep coming back to it, but he knew that it was awesome. Yeah. He just needed to keep listening to it. Um, yeah, and then Robert Fluck from Virginia Beach 
sent oh, us a, this is a super, nice one. I like this one. super nice email. Uh, he said he'd been listening to the show for a while after somebody had mentioned it to him. And my favorite part of the email was that he said somebody described it to him as, oh, these dudes are recapping episodes of Beverly Hills 90210. And that he was like, that sounds so stupid. I need to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> That was like an amazing email, um, and he said that he watched Drunk History on Casey's recommendation. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm so glad that that yeah. that I got at least one person to experience how great Drunk History is. And he listened to Killing Joke after Greg talked about it. Yeah, so that's right. That's super cool too. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and he mentioned that we should ch- we should talk about at the drive-ins relationship of command. Yeah, which yeah. Uh, is uh, I, I was saying I don't know for you, Dan, how like how much of an album that is for you, but I know for both Greg and I, that's been a pretty big album. Oh, it was pretty oh, huge. God, yeah. They were huge because like I was, I was in high school around the time that that hit, mm-hmm. so it was like, oh man, music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, I I kind of uh, I kind of was not into at the drive-in at all when they first came out. I was like, eh, bleh, bleh. those are some of the noises I made. <laughs> some of many noises I made about this yeah, band. There were up to five more. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, then I got like crazy into Mars Volta's Deloused in the Comitorium. Yeah, that was a, that one. I went to college when the, I, I remember going to visit the campus of the college I was at and I had that CD had just come out and it was the only thing I had. Yeah. And I just listened to it over and over and over again. Yeah, it will. It wasn't the only thing I had, but it was the only thing I could listen to. Yeah. Because uh-huh. it was just like, I, I there's nothing else that like fucking just, it just like totally... <laughs> I got no words. Yeah, uh, yeah. It just it fucking took over my life. Yeah, it was funny. We got that message about uh, relationship of command because that morning I was going through uh, my phone and just like I need some new music on yeah. here, and I was scanning through one iTunes, and I happened to hit. I just clicked on uh, Rolodex Propaganda, which I haven't heard in a million years. Mm-hmm. I was like. Oh fuck! This is so good. Yeah, so <laughs> so good. I threw it on my phone, and then I read that email. I'm like, well, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, so I, totally. I just put three at the driving albums on my phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a. I lost my mind when Relationship of Command came out. Mm. I bought. I was walking to some yeah, stupid I job I had. I don't know what I, where I was working exactly. <laughs> And uh, I just need, desperately needed new music. It was one of those days where I hated everything I owned and my backpack full of CDs that I had to walk around with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I stopped in uh, a place and I was just, I had read something about them. I don't remember what. And uh, I decided to just wing it and buy the album. I'd never heard it before. I didn't know what it was going to sound like. You know, I would do that from time yeah. to time. So I bought the CD, put it in my disc man, started walking down to work and like, Maybe after about 30 or 40 seconds, I actually stopped dead. <laughs> like, I just had to stand there and go, holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it starts with Arc Arsenal, which is just yeah. so... Yeah. So, so yeah, good. I had a big thing going on with that album. Yeah. Big thing. And I think it still sounds fucking great. Yeah, absolutely. That is a classic record. Totally. Yeah. I haven't listened to it in the longest time, but it is one of those albums that I've listened to so many times yep. that it's just ingrained it's yep. just part of my um, subconscious now absolutely yeah. yeah yeah one of the most ferocious things i've ever heard but not without hooks it's not like just yeah, a big yeah. angry album it has got fucking hooks all over <laughs> the place. but it's not like cheap about them either no, it no. just kind of like throws in a hook here or there in a, into a larger more complex Mm-hmm. Gumbo, yeah, <laughs> gumbo. gumbo. <laughs> you, I like that you took. You're like, I'm gonna pick this word, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna pronounce it that way. Gumbo. I'm gonna, I committed to it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying new stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Um, so thanks for those emails. I think we almost have a couple to put to a little uh, a little note for us to share and have like these albums that people have recommended to pull from when we need to. Yeah. yeah. So thanks for doing that. Keep it coming. Yeah, keep it coming, jerks. Yeah, and uh, now we will keep the keep the show coming, and we'll get into the itty bitty tidbit committee. Uh, lots to talk about. I do want to say the 11th episode of Flight School and first for Modern Superior is up on our website, modernsuperior.com. Yep. First with the little uh, tag there on the end to let you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that means quality. Yeah. <laughs> Casey's voice at the end of so many podcasts. Yeah, You're getting I know. out there. Well, I'm uh, <laughs> prosperous. Man. Yeah. Um, so check that out. And, and he goes to every recording and does that live. Yeah. I do it live every yeah. time. Travels I, I around. Actually, I, every time somebody listens, I sneak in behind you. And at the end, I just I Whisper. gently pull the, the earbud in your ear and I go, this has been a modern superior thing. <laughs> thing? thing. Oh, you that would have been a great way of yeah. thing to put at the end. It's been some modern superior junk. Stuff from yeah. modern superior. Uh-huh. Yeah, so check that out. Um, but now, what do you guys want to talk about? Uh, I know Casey you said you had lots that you watched. I uh, watched yeah, a lot. I watched a bunch of shit. Uh, do we got news? Yeah, what oh, do we yeah, want? I feel like there's news. I wrote down <laughs> Steve Jobs <laughs> teaser, buddy. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. What the, Steve, the Steve Jobs teaser? Oh yeah, from that... uh, Danny Boyle and Sorkin. Yeah. Boyle Sorkin. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Never have so many talented people come together to do something I just don't care to see. Oh, see, I do. I'm just kind of like, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Well, the the, the thing is, because I saw Jobs, which which is an embarrassment, Um, but... At its core is the the story of Steve Jobs, yeah. which is not inherently interesting. This is the thing. <laughs> it's not that interesting a story. Um, it's just about a guy who's mildly an asshole. Yeah, kind of steals some stuff from some people. Yeah, <laughs> who get mad at him. And you he's know, like, drives. I don't care. Also, that's not my kid. Yeah. And then he's like, uh, Here, have an iPod. And then he dies. And that's it. Uh-huh. And that's fine. The iPod is a much more interesting thing than he uh, is. Yeah. Yeah. But and I'm sure Fassbender will be great. He's yeah. a very good actor. But this is just like. Did you know. watch the teaser? Huh? Yeah. Did, did yeah, you, I did yeah. too. It to me, it just like it I did, uh, nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I would like to. I'd I'd like to see the movie. I think it just looks like oh man, let's do let's try and recapture what made the social network so good. So yeah. We'll get Sorkin. We'll get like another high tier kind of director. Yeah. yeah. And I'm kind of like okay, I think Rogan looks good from the one shot that we see him in. You see one shot of him, and but I found his line reading to be kind of clunky. Yeah. Uh, what? Do, he was a little Seinfeldy. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> and who are these people? Uh, uh, and and yeah, like there was just there was absolutely nothing to go on and i'm no. like you you are giving me nothing to care about other than the fact that i like danny boyle's movies uh-huh. and uh People i are am a this. sucker for uh aaron sorkin's uh coke binge writing yeah <laughs> uh yeah i just allegedly <laughs> i think there's a reason this thing you know changed hands so many times there's so many different directors attached yeah. to it, different actors christian bale is supposed to do it, but i think everybody at some point was just like i do this but it's just so boring i don't care <laughs> So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We'll uh, see. Maybe. Yeah. I, just, I, right I, now, I'm like, whatever. I want yeah. a real. T- I want a real full trailer. Yeah. Yeah. So I can I, get I a wanna, sense of the yeah, tone. I, I want a better maybe, reason maybe to that's see what it. I need, but yeah. Right now, I just I couldn't care less. And because honestly, from the tra- from this teaser trailer, I would say see Jobs before seeing this because at least it's funny to watch Ashton Kutcher furrows brow and try to act. <laughs> yeah, sure. Which is hilarious. I would say see Jaws. 
Yeah. <laughs> Steve Jaws. Yeah. Steve Jaws. Yeah, yeah. All right, Matt. That shark that made that phone. Yeah. yeah. Really good. <laughs> the tagline. Yeah. Steve Jaws. This shark. This shark made a phone. <laughs> oh, Steve Jaws. I expect a. Uh, I expect to Photoshop yeah. on our Facebook wall by really noon like tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Matt Colley. <laughs> Steve Jaws, <laughs> the shark that made a phone, <laughs> and then and then in t- in very small text under the shark that made a phone bracket and wore a turtleneck. And <laughs> oh boy, uh, that's man. a lot of fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. There, what else is in the news? The uh, Joker pictures. Joker came pictures. Out. A lot of fun. More, a whole shit ton of them. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Did I'm you guys, jumping off board, fellas. Did you guys yeah. see the video? Yeah. Apparently there was no. a video, but it got pulled. Uh, no, no there I was didn't like, see the video. Yeah, somebody had filmed them shooting the scene, the scene and he was yeah. yelling and walking around, and people were like, he's nailing it in the video. But in the yeah, yeah in the photo, I'm still kind of like, oh, man, he's really going to have to pull something out yeah. to sell it. Yeah. And he could. Yeah. yeah. But maybe. I, I think I he know. could. I think he could. I think he'll... Th- there, there's a compelling performance... But everything, I don't know why, it just really rubs me the wrong way. Everything they're doing with him where he's just this, like, street thug with all the fucking tattoos and stuff like that. And then he's wearing, like, the shark skin uh, jacket and everything. And I'm just like, something about this just feels smarmy to me in in a way that I don't like. There is, I mean, there's so many different you know ideas about what the joker is and what he's going to look like and there's a whole bunch where he is very slick and in suits and shit like that so yeah right i that, yeah there's a couple of shots some of the looks on his face where i'm like okay i think i know what they're you know yeah. and this is and it's very different but it is a, it is a it seems like it's rooted in a joker i'm familiar with but yeah. at the same i mean this was going to be the problem from before they started releasing uh weird photos of him and stuff like that it was just there's the scrutiny with yeah. which he's going to be under with no matter how good he's doing or how good it's looking or bad or worse there's just there's no end to how much of a, a microscope is going to be on him totally. for this or anyone it's not Definitely. just him, whoever yeah. is doing this i agree it's that said just, that that type of scrutiny i think can yield uh, a a bigger um reward like a surprise there, factor yeah yeah if there is something um like if it is like a really solid performance, it makes everybody go like, "Oh, it's gonna hate this thing," and I wanted to hate it so much that I think it just sort of like flips that emotion and just makes yeah. people just go, "Yeah, yeah," <laughs> and it makes them slap, snap into a slam jam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> makes them crack the cardboard. <laughs> but I mean, let's not get too excited because I must remind you that the this movie also features a guy called Captain Boomerang. Captain Boomerang. <laughs> so you know, yeah, an alligator face. This movie's gonna suck. Cat, and Killer Croc is an awesome character, and I yeah. don't know. He looks like a garbage pail kid. Really <laughs> he do. looks like a fucking garbage pail kid. <laughs> I love, I'll see it for that alone. <laughs> Why isn't Mackenzie Austin in this movie? <laughs> Who's going to sew all these clothes for the fashion I show? Know. The Joker? Yeah. He's too busy. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. I, and who's going to do it while wearing a jean jacket? Yeah. <laughs> I do think, I, I yeah, I think... I don't like the tattoos. I no. think uh, I did say in our Facebook thread, I, it does feel like maybe they're leaning towards the kind of like animated series Joker look a little with the yeah. purple. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. obviously that's derived from the comics too, but it did kind of remind me that and I was like, okay, 
there's still a little bit of hope that maybe they're channeling that kind of like, I guess, yeah. I mean, it has to be in that sort of range. Yeah. The, the really playful Joker, you know, the... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, what the, the, there there is a whole kind of chapter of him that Mark Hamill created. Totally, you know. Uh, yeah, we'll see again. I don't know. This yeah. movie's gonna be stupid. <laughs> we all know that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know. It just it's it, it, pissing me off. Yeah. I Did uh, uh, what el- what else do we want to go to from here? Is there? Uh, um, I did notice that Casey, you posted about the Supergirl. Uh, yeah, oh, I didn't watch that trailer. teaser. It looks really stupid. I hear. Oh boy. Yeah. Does it ever? It looks like a fucking WB. Like <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh my god, guys! I'm totally Supergirl, you guys. <laughs> I'm fine with it though because oh. it's because uh, I don't think it's for me. Right, like it, it. I don't think it's for anybody. I well, I I think that there's. I do kind of feel like there's room because it's really fluffy kind of like silly you know she goes to work in like a fashion place like he'd worked in a in a um in the newspaper and yeah. like has a boss and but i i do think there's like room for a tv show to be that for like 20 somethings kind of like i don't know i mm. i felt it's, like it, th- i don't want to see this but i'm glad it exists for the people that do oh see I, i'm not glad it exists because like i feel like at this point the dc universe should be should be really swinging for the fences and shit like this is just some pandering bullshit like um well they but they have so much of this already they've got arrow and flash have you yeah, watched those yeah uh no <laughs> I, I, well yeah i've seen bits of them and i'm just like yeah no thanks yeah Although i don't like that saying shit. flash is actually really good well people are lying to you i've seen so, yeah I've seen, <laughs> well people said the same thing about uh, i only watched the pilot but i thought it was the stupid i saw thing. some i've seen some of flash here and there but I do think this is well, even so fast. It's hard. To, it's, it's hard. Really to, hard. Yeah. <laughs> that half hour flies by. <laughs> um, but e- this looks even more kind of like light. But I'm kind of like I don't know. All the fucking DC movies are like a like a like a drag now. Maybe and then Suicide Squad looks like they're trying to lighten things up by being weird. And then this is like super kind of light and airy. But I like I like it. I'm like go for Look, it. I'm not gonna watch it. But I'm really happy that like you know 20 some like 20 year old uh girls have like a super hero on tv that they can enjoy and this mm-hmm. is for them they've got a it's a new lewis and clark that's what it is yeah no. i just think yeah go for it man well totally yeah. and and you know what maybe dc's not even trying maybe they're not even trying to build a uh um you know like a, a larger mythology around like maybe they're just doing these little one-off things and they're not trying to build it around one sort of central thing yeah their like, shows i think are totally disconnected from yeah. the movies because the guy who's the flash in that tv show is not the guy who's going to be the flash in the right. justice league okay uh yeah and that's that's because that won't be confusing that's uh just... no that's that's not a stupid idea but uh <laughs> <laughs> but i don't know well that's fine i mean they can fucking do what they want but uh yeah. but i won't watch mm-hmm no. They, well, we have we did have two no uh, money for watching. We did have thing. two quicksilvers, very and very quick yeah, yeah. Look how, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one was very good. The other one was yeah passable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. and for me, I think it's switched from what you guys think because I thought uh, I thought Evan Peters was uh, very likable. And, I didn't dislike him, and I and I thought that uh, Kickass was. Uh, just uh, distractingly bad. Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. No, uh, X Men Quicksilver was fucking. Oh yeah, great. yeah. That's what. Great. Yeah, that's amazing. That was and I quite thing. like that actor. I think he's very good. Yeah, yeah for he's sure. so great on American he's, Horror Story. He's the only, sometimes thought, he's yeah. the only reason to watch him and Jessica Lange. I was thinking reversed. Sure. <laughs> My thinking was reversed. I was like different. 
Because when you said that, I was like, how could anyone not like the Quicksilver in X-Men? Yeah, the best part of that movie. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, now I'm going to like the reverse of it just to be different. (laughs) (laughs) That was all the the news news. Oh, actually, did you guys watch SNL? No, no. I I read all the stuff about it. Well, I turned it on... after the monologue because I didn't I just like stumbled upon it I was up that late and mm-hmm. I watched the show and by god it was one of the worst in a oh, lot really? I didn't mm-hmm. laugh once even Louie wasn't uh, I, there were some sketches it. where I was like this is literally the fucking stupidest thing I've seen in like a yeah. month mm-hmm. it's really dumb I hate to say it but I, I have a hard time watching it now because I because Leslie Jones bums me out so much mm. I've just I haven't been this put off by a, a Saturday Night Live cast member since um like Tim Kazarinski or uh, or wow. Mary Gross, yeah, wow. like that yeah. level of yeah, annoyance. Yeah. Of I like, finally saw she's like ruining the show. Some sketches with her, yeah. and I was just kind of like, this f- sketch isn't funny. I did, I don't find her like so off putting like you, but I was kind of like, uh, this isn't doing it for me. I still haven't. I still don't yeah. really know what she does. I haven't seen I her just, yet. She yells at the camera, and in this day and age of what of what Saturday Night Live is supposed to be, they're just ruining it by having an idiot yell at the fucking screen. Mm. Yeah, it really bums me out. It wasn't i was like this isn't funny and it was a sketch based around like she oh she's like the manager at a sprint store like selling cell phones and she's like really like yelly and then louis ck like is impersonating her being like this is what the manager's like and everyone laughs and then he has to pretend that he's like that yelling like that too because she thinks that She's but, like, that's my real voice, and then the whole sketch is just him pretending, right? And he's like, this isn't funny. See the oh. the premise of that. <laughs> I, I could see that working with somebody with some in some other context, but with her, no. Yeah, no and so then I heard about all the um, controversy yeah. about the monologue, so I looped back and I watched it. Yeah, didn't he make some sort of jokes about child molesters? Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, it's Louis C.K. Come on. Yeah, and. The stuff, the the stuff about him, because the whole first chunk was about him being like, I'm from the 70s, so I have like mild racism, and like that stuff was all like really good. I thought, yeah, it was like super addressing. I don't know, I didn't see it. It's like super addressing the the like issue that like as Caucasian like like white people, this is like ingrained from the society that we've lived in, mm-hmm. going back so far that like. You can't just look at everybody and be like, "Well, some people are racist, and everyone, and I'm a 100% not racist yeah. person." Like, like people have thoughts that pop into their mind, and you're not like the worst person in the world if you think like, "Oh, oh, wait, why'd I think that?" You but know what I mean? Even, not even those thoughts that 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 you're aware of. Like, mm. there's that that kind of like insidious racism that we all have that we're not even aware of. Yeah. Or, well, I'm not racist in this way, but like by virtue of the fact of the way that you grew up and the way that you like view like a certain like like class system or a certain like race like there's always that little like racism peripheral racism that you don't even see sorry yeah. i mean this isn't like a whole no, like no, no. rant about totally that, and and i thought it was like really good and there's a piece on the website vox where it was like everybody's missing the like good point that he made at the beginning before he went off into the other stuff and i was like totally and the molestation stuff isn't like I didn't think it was offensive, but it was like towing that line where like he was like the joke wasn't ha ha kids get molested. No. Right. You know, like he made the joke at the end where he was like it like, you know, it must be really good for them to keep doing it. Other, you know, even though if they get caught, they'll go to jail forever. And oh, yeah. Like, I've heard him do that joke. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so it was like it's getting it pretty seems like it's designed to 
you know, create exactly a little bit. Yeah, you know? it, I did. I wasn't like I'm offended. I think he was but, intentionally yeah. pushing the line, exactly and stuff like that. He's like, whatever. It, it's the, the final episode as an yeah. this year. And- <laughs> it wasn't malicious like jokes it wasn't like haha let's all laugh at like you know something offensive it was like the the thing is not every comedian can do that joke yeah like i I think that it really takes it takes a specific personality and it takes somebody who's built up a certain amount of goodwill where Mm. you can go oh it's louis ck so in context i understand where he's coming from kind of thing but you also have to think that you know a lot of people who watch saturday night live may not necessarily yeah have followed Louis Louis C.K. Sure. that closely, so yeah. they, they haven't built up that goodwill. So they're yeah. like, "Who the fuck is this fucking guy saying yeah. it's awesome to molest children?" Yeah, I yeah. mean, I, I understand where they might. I, I, I can't say they're wrong or or, or whatever yeah. because comedy is sort of a subjective thing. Totally, but uh, I understand where they're coming from. They just, in my in my view, they're wrong. <laughs> they, they just don't have enough uh, enough information. I just yeah, I can see because it got so close to that line that people would be upset about it. But at the same time, I was like, I feel I don't feel like the joke wasn't. It was a shock joke, but the joke wasn't. It didn't make the thing that's shocking like. Isn't it funny that like children in real life, one in six or whatever the statistic is, get molested? Like that wasn't like equating that the joke wasn't ho, oh, right? Yeah, you know, it wasn't yeah. like he just got up there and screamed like kids getting fucked by people. It was yeah. like you know, but whatever. well, he might as well have as far as like Twitter and like people yeah. freaking out. In the well, the, some I of the write-ups, maybe, you know, it might have been even again. I didn't see it, but yeah, uh, I think some comedians are wanting to push back a little bit because with everybody's hypersensitivity and you know everyone can't wait to get on a fucking pedestal to yeah. scream something on Facebook or Twitter, and it's really calm comedians who are getting kind of shut down a bit uh i think in the last few years now some of them have been out of line and done things that absolutely things like that but i'm not saying everyone's yeah uh, guilt-free in this but i feel like there's a little bit of some shackles being thrown on stand-ups and stuff like that and i thought maybe he's like you know what fuck you <laughs> i'm well, the biggest yeah. comic in the world so because i'm gonna say think- something fucking crazy on M- and on nbc yeah yeah uh, and like and- i think that there's a certain amount of uh also of like People now feel like they have a platform that is level with comedians because they're on the same platform. They're right. standing on the same, you know, Twitter stage or or, or wherever. Yeah, and they're like, uh, okay, well, I'm on your level, so like, so we're we're even when it comes to this this kind of thing. So like, there's these sort of unfounded attacks and stuff like that. Yeah, and a lot of it is based around the fact that they're going to get retweets and shit too, you know, mm-hmm. like, so, so to be morally outraged by something is just another way to get noticed. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, what, what, like, how is that a moral standpoint? Yeah. For me, it's like, I just think also at the same time, like when people get criticized, like the people that do say crazy things and are offensive, like, and then they get criticized, they're like, Whoa, censorship. And it's like, no, <laughs> Criticism isn't censorship. No, like no, you're no. allowed yeah, to make nobody's your nobody's shutting you, you know. Down. Yeah. yeah, you're allowed to make your offensive joke, and I can say that was offensive. Yeah, but for me, it's just like you know, if you're gonna get up there and say some pretty like risky material, you better like understand that you're playing with fire, and like if you do it the wrong way, people are gonna be like, man. That you did that the wrong way, or even if you do it the right way, some people are gonna yeah. take it the wrong way. Totally. So yeah. yeah, it was interesting. It was definitely the best part of the show. The monologue yeah. was the only funny thing in the show. Mm-hmm. I thought was the news all right. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember yeah. any of the jokes. I was. I don't remember laughing. I, yeah. It was okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It was a bad episode. I thought, but yeah. that's me. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Huh. So huh. that was something I watched. Is there any news, or should we go to more watching stuff? Uh, uh, I, 
I watched a bunch of stuff. Yeah, man. I didn't. Wa- I watched little bits of things. I just have like comments, so I'll yeah. just let you know when I think of something. What'd you watch, Casey? 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 Um, I watched. Uh, I actually uh, watched something that that you guys had both, uh, I think, watched and uh, recommended. I watched the Whitey Bulger. Um, oh, oh, right, oh, yeah, documentary. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Holy fuck first like two minutes is like oh shit <laughs> uh, yeah that that guy that telling guy. that story and it's like yeah oh my god this guy's a fucking nightmare <laughs> and then and then you go on and on and, and and the more you watch the more you're like is he the nightmare or is the fucking fbi yeah. the giant nightmare <laughs> uh like oh my god yeah. the fucking john Connolly guy what a piece of shit and yeah. he maintains his innocence to this day yeah uh, I don't. I don't know about it. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe yeah. you know, maybe you you were do you know doing it for the greater good or whatever, or maybe you had a, an ultimate plan, but uh, you're still pretty implicit in a lot of deaths. <laughs> but uh, yeah, wow, yeah. fascinating. Very very cool. I'm um, I'm uh, super excited about the movie. Yeah, uh, I'm actually almost less excited about the movie now because I saw the documentary and I'm right. like, uh, I feel like I've got all the information. And now I almost don't want to see Johnny Depp mug his way through it. But yeah. that being said, you know, there's not a lot of footage of Whitey Bulger. There's a couple no. of pictures and that's it. And it's a lot, yeah. just a lot of news footage and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, you don't get... I liked that trailer. I kinda, oh, it looked good. Oh, so yeah. did I. Like, And, and yeah. I love his performance in that trailer. Yeah. It made me go like, oh shit, I get to like Johnny Depp again. But actually, yeah, having having seen the uh, maybe once I'm distanced from yeah, the story yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit, then oh, it's then. hard to when you see like a something that factual or yeah. you know, watch a documentary right before. Uh, I'm just it I'm can s- be detrimental to it. But it's like at Christmas or something when that movie comes out. Yeah, so like yeah, that. you'll be so okay. it'll be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and conversely, really quickly that night, it was just a night of documentaries. I actually watched quite a few documentaries, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, I um, watch a lot of documentaries. I'm cultured. Documentaries. I watch them uh, with my glasses down my nose like this. And every once in a while, I would just uh, push my glass up my nose. <laughs> Um, and go, oh, I agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, that's a good point. Yeah, well, I wouldn't have said it like that, but yes, you're <laughs> essentially correct. <laughs> I say that a lot. Mm, essentially correct. <laughs> to a movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that's my, instead of like Rob, Roger Ebert to like the two thumbs up, my thing. Essentially correct. <laughs> uh, I would use a star wipe to transition here, but uh, Casey Lyons said, essentially correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so so to uh, to counter how great uh, the Whitey Bulger documentary was, I watched uh, um, the James Cameron documentary about uh, I can't even mm. remember what the fuck it's called. It's about him, uh, you know, building Titanic? a machine to go uh, to go into the Mariana Trench. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and I had to turn it off. Yeah, because uh, I want to turn your sentence off. Uh, <laughs> I'm so bored already. Uh, yeah, yeah. And and the the documentary is worse because it, it, instead of being because like I'm very interested in deep sea exploration. Uh-huh. Yeah, because uh, there's some big scary shit. So is he? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but um, I think even more so than his fascination with uh, the bottom of the ocean is his fascination with himself going to the bottom of the ocean <laughs> because the whole documentary is uh, yeah you know I'm doing this thing it's gonna be really hard but uh, you got to do these things or else uh, you're a coward and I'm not. Not a coward. I'm a brave adventurer. Am I? Uh, I used to be a director who uh, went exploring. Now I'm an explorer who occasionally directs. <laughs> oh, and man. I'm just like, you're <laughs> serious, aren't you? <laughs> what a piece of shit. And and then and a couple of his crewmen die uh, during the um, what? Uh, yeah, oh, like geez. the making of his his crazy uh, uh, submarine. 
Um, mm-hmm. A couple of his crewmen died, and he was like, you know, I know it's like a big cliche to say they would have wanted me to go on, but uh, they would have wanted me to go on, so I'm going on. I don't care if they die. <laughs> he didn't say that. Well, <laughs> that's a... Uh... Jeez. But uh, essentially correct. Uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm essentially correct here. I don't think I'm out of line. Uh, yeah, so skip that. It's uh, if you if you remember or know what it's called. Yeah, uh, don't watch it. Yeah, I watched a double feature on Friday of uh, some shitty movies. Uh, the mm-hmm. first one, Mosquito, starring Gunnar Hansen. Oh yeah, I don't know You've if you guys have ever seen about that. that one. Um, it's a fun movie. I've always had it on VHS, and it's always been a, like a go-to throw-on, kind of like, uh, I just want a silly horror movie. It was like directed, and, and the effects were done by a lot of people that worked with Sam Raimi, but were kind of like effects artists and like like other crew and stuff making their own kind of projects. So it has that like, oh, we, oh shucks, you know, like we're, we're out there making like a low-budget movie and putting all of our effort into it. So the effects are really fun, and... Uh, uh, the score is really bad. It's super repetitive. Mm-hmm. But uh, and it kind of becomes a like they're trapped in a house with the mosquitoes trying to get in at the end. It's a fun movie. All right. It's Big a fun, mosquitoes. Yeah, huge mosquitoes. They How bite big? like bigger than people. All right. Yeah. Bigger than people. I Way like that. bigger than pretty people. Pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, people pretty, are pretty big. This is pretty big. Yeah. It, uh, it starts with like a an alien ship crash landing and then a mosquito bites it and that's how they get all crazy because an alien's arm fell out and got bit by a million mosquitoes. Really? <laughs> that's pretty fun. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. And the, and one of the mosquitoes, like these this couple's like having sex in a tent and a mosquito comes in and bites her in the butt. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Then, then, yeah, because whenever you say, whenever you bring that up, I, I just a butt is yeah. immediately the thing like I right in the about. cheek of a butt and then somebody gets like in the stomach and their eyes like do like a total recall and then explode oh nice. yeah. yeah it's a fun movie yeah i like an exploding yeah. eyeball and then at the end of the movie Gunnar hansen gets a like a gets a huge chainsaw and they're like wink um yeah uh, <laughs> oh so is Gunnar hansen um like playing a person oh yeah yeah he's oh. just a dude oh good on yeah him. And then we double featured that with The Giver. Have you ever guys seen The Giver? Oh, yeah. I've seen The Giver. <laughs> You're with, mispronouncing MacGyver. Oh, okay. <laughs> MacGyver. 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 The Giver is a joint uh, production between Brian Yunza, who did some of the, you know, reanimator. Yuzna? Yuzna. Okay. Put the N before the. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. He, did, he worked with. You put with, the U's before the N. Yeah. <laughs> Big name if you've seen, like, reanimator and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and all that. And, uh, and Screaming Mad George, who was like a super famous uh, special effects guy. Yeah. And it's like an adaptation of a manga, I think, yeah. or something. Yep. And boy, is that movie fucking stupid. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to watch it so much as a kid. Like, oh, really? It was a movie that I've I watched. I've seen it, but I wasn't like, so much. Yeah. More, please. No, when I was I, like. I have no idea what you're talking about. When I was like 12 years old, The Giver was like, I'm going to watch this all the time. Kind What's of movie. a Giver? It's like about this kid who runs afoul of this weird experimental like uh, armor suit thing that turns you into kind of a monster looking guy. Oh, um, and then there's all these other monster looking people, and then they just fight for hours upon hours. It feels like just <laughs> long, long action scenes that yeah. are not. But it was like silly and stupid. It was like a. It's basically Power Rangers. 
oh, but with like yeah. kind of monster trans like some of the effects are amazing but it's a stupid fucking movie yeah and on the cover it has mark hamill's face and the yeah. guyver's face and you're like he's gonna be the guyver and he's yeah. not no he isn't no that's why i watched it yeah and i was like oh he's just like a sad detective that sometimes is in the movie right yeah yeah it was he, a he doesn't even guive once in that <laughs> no <movie>. no <laughs> yeah although there was a sequel that was more like the apparently more like the uh the original comics which right. i have seen and was pretty good yeah yeah i saw uh, about half of because i fell asleep uh, laser blast oh, okay yeah yeah that's uh is dude, that eric estrada that is eric estrada and <laughs> oh light blast of, light blast yeah because there is a movie called laser blast yeah no yeah. light blast sorry yeah, yeah. Uh, you fell asleep during light blast that it, thing it was really late and oh, i was just man. like but i was watching it, and i'm like oh, i love this movie <laughs> told you right <laughs> told you so many melting heads <laughs> oh my god and eric estrada's first appearance he's just like walks up he's a cop he's like uh got to go walk up to this house that's got hostages in it and his underwear because that's what they want he's got yeah. hostages in his underwear yeah. <laughs> oh my god yeah, it's like come on man the hostages are like make sure that guy's naked <laughs> it's true yeah because feel, did eric estrada put that in the demands. script he's like these us these uh these uh you know these captors they're probably gonna want to see me in my underwear <laughs> well they make a point it's of a realistic choice they make it essentially correct yeah <laughs> they make, they make, this is essentially my dog <laughs> they make a point of the of the scene him being like well what do they want and they're like well they like they make a point of saying like this is what they want yeah yeah no like, they very want clear a naked it. person to come up to the door with like a chicken lunch yeah or a yeah, turkey or something and he's got a gun inside that chicken ah. yeah yeah and so many but i don't want you to be holding the chicken with your hand yeah <laughs> so many exploding digital clocks for no reason yeah yeah i was wondering i'm like what are the, why does yeah. he hate clocks is, is that what this is about? Yeah. <laughs> Buddy, what's the matter? Who hurt you? <laughs> Did a clock hurt you? <laughs> Digital clock. <laughs> fucking Timex. And what yeah. time was it when they hurt yeah, you? Yeah, fucking. That's yeah. A, you got to watch the rest of it. Yeah, oh, a, yeah, absolutely. An amazing we, dune buggy. This is a must, must find on VHS so we can do a video. Oh, event. Totally. So if, if we have oh, to uh, do a DVD vengeance I screening, think it's fine. we should do it. We'll all have a real good time. Yeah, it's yeah, this is fucking a brilliant. Particularly wonderful movie. When you watch movies like that, you think like... Oh, there's going to be so many boring parts. This movie oh, is just no. all awesome. All, all Estrada and melting heads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, oh. And so you, good. you'd think there's a point where you've had enough of that. There is not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was not thinking that, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pretty good. Yeah. What else? Do you watch more, Casey? Uh, well, I watched a couple more documentaries. Essentially. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, I don't well, know if I would say watched as a uh, absorbed. Is it, I, I absorbed the birth into my consciousness. <laughs> oh God, that's gross. I love it. Um, it, is, need, it is a lot of fun. We need a shirt with you looking real like you got like a bubble pipe and then <laughs> right. just a, a speech bubble that says like essentially correct. <laughs> um. We had sort of like a, a baby night uh, where we watched uh, this sort of 46-minute doc- uh, BBC documentary called The Secret Life of Babies. And uh, oh. turns out they're all geniuses. Uh, <laughs> turns out they're <laughs> baby geniuses, too. <laughs> um, baby Boogaloo. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just basically all about uh, baby sort of defense mechanisms and, and how uh, sort of baby... Like, you think of babies as being ultimately helpless, and they very much are. But, but they're deadly. Uh, <laughs> they are venomous. 
You think, <laughs> yeah. They are angry. You think they're helpless until you run afoul of a baby bomb. <laughs> um, you just crossed the wrong baby. Yeah, I, I love one you. Point, <laughs> Eric Estrada pulls a gun out of a baby. <laughs> uh, that's a thing. Um, no, but it's uh, it's pretty fascinating. I suggest you watch that. And then we watched another documentary just called Babies. And it doc uh, it documents uh, babies, sort of uh, like these these I think four or five different babies from around the world, um, and just the different ways that the children are brought up. And yeah. there's very little dialogue or anything. And we turned it off because it's so boring. Yeah. yeah, you know what's the most boring thing? Babies, uh, other people's kids. Yeah. <laughs> other is this, people's this kids isn't is the, the secret life. Boring <laughs> thing. No, secret life of babies yeah. is awesome. <clears throat> One just called babies. Yeah. Okay, boring. Because no I was gonna say I heard that one was good, and I was gonna recommend it. Which one, baby? Yeah, because I remember when it came out, people were like, "Oh, it's it's a yeah, cute, I've cool movie." It. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it, it's cool for like the first twenty minutes, but and and it kind of. Um, it is a cool idea because, like I say, like it, it it really focuses on the babies, and there's not a lot of dialogue from um, adults or anything. But at, at a certain point, you're just like, "Oh, so raising babies in different places in the world is different." Hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's is it still different? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was di- it was different 45 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. It's just the same. It's a uh, so boring. Garbage. Yeah. Boring yeah. garbage. Mhm. So, yeah, that's my report. Babies are fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> We're probably just going to cancel it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I watched uh moving up from babies to children. Mm-hmm. I watched a quote-unquote children's film. Yeah. Released by Disney. Yeah. Something Wicked This Way Comes. Oh, oh yeah. I haven't seen that in a really long time. I had never seen it. Uh-huh. I don't know what that is. Uh, <laughs> Ray Bradbury adaptation. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. From the early 80s. Yeah. Uh, oh, Bradbury. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't watch it because I read it. <laughs> <laughs> and I read it in French. <laughs> I think I got it. <laughs> I don't speak French, but I do now. <laughs> Uh, I was really excited to watch it because uh, it's from that dark period where Disney was doing all the weird, cool stuff. Yeah. And unsurprisingly, this movie's weird, cool, and fucking... I loved it. Yeah. Oh, right it's on. so good. Oh, yeah? It's so weird. It's what like... Pe- what period are we talking about? We're talking like 83 or 82, early oh, yeah. 80s. Yeah, so the like Black Hole, yeah. Tron, and uh, all that Watcher stuff. in the Woods yeah. era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Uh, Black Hole Tron. <laughs> <laughs> Won't you come on your light back? <laughs> um, and throw that fucking disc. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it it is like art house horror craziness for kids, man. It is so good. It's weird. And I think like some of the production was not troubled, but like they had a lot of fighting back and forth about what was family friendly and what wasn't. Um, and what was a psychedelic freakout? Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, and and that almost like adds to it because there's a whole scene where like these spiders are attacking the kids' room, and it's like fucking the best stuff in arachnophobia like style. It's like just mm. crazy, awesome, real spiders everywhere. Yeah, and 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 you're kind of like, why did that happen? Like, what does that have to do with a carnival? It's just kind of like all this awesome, weird stuff happens, but it does like pay off with like a good like through line even though a lot of the shit that's happening is just cool crazy weird stuff yeah. i really liked it oh i gotta yeah. check that out yeah. definitely sweet Great. what else i uh i kept on it's taken me like two weeks i kept on falling asleep re-watching pacific rim okay that's yeah. on one of the netflix regions is that getting any better for you 
<clears throat> well, I, I haven't, I haven't finished it. I fell asleep. I kept falling asleep, and so you know, like three runs of it. But I'm just not going to finish it. Like that movie is so horrible. Yeah, it's, it's so, so it's just boring. I thought bad. maybe though, maybe you fell asleep from the whiplash between awesome and super mediocre. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like the effect, the, and even the effects. I'm like, yeah, these are good, but I don't give a shit. Yeah, like I find the awesome is just too few and far between. Yeah, it isn't awesome enough. Yeah, and Charlie Hunnam. <laughs> what in the fuck, man? That guy He's like the he's like the Kevin Costner of Oh uh, he wishes he was as like a <laughs> fucking Kevin Costner on his worst day. Yeah. This guy is just an empty sack of shit. <laughs> and so many of the choice like He's a sack of shit that doesn't even have shit <laughs> There's in no it. shit in that sack. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a clean empty sack, but I assume there will there, be sh- there was at one point. was or will be shit yeah, in it. just a useless shit sack. <laughs> Charlie Hunnam, uh, oh, like and there's so like watching it, I'm like, there's so many things where I'm like, why would you? What what are you doing on? I'll watch him on camp, particularly when he's not because I just got bored and I was just sort of staring at him sometimes when he's not involved in the dialogue. He's just like looking around, and shit, like <laughs> just totally lost. He's like, no, it's like he's. It's like he's never acted before, and I don't understand. I've seen him in other things, and not, I've never been blown away by him, but not distracted by him. But in this, it's just like, uh, was he drunk? I don't know what, like, I don't know <laughs> he's what's pointing going on. at the AD. And what? his fucking voiceover is so bad, his American accent is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, is it was, that bad on, on Sons of Anarchy? I feel like it isn't. I don't, I don't know. know. I've never, I've never seen I can't that watch show. that show. It's just too boring. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. A fucking Pacific Rim is just... Garbage. Yeah, I think Holy they need to stop shit, trying man. to make him like an American. Like, just let him have his accent. And let him be British in movies. Or like, just yeah. don't let him be in movies because this was not. <laughs> it. Just get him. Option and, B. Just get him and Chai Courtney and Sam Worthington and just fucking fire him to the moon. Oh yeah, <laughs> get him out of here. Yeah, we're making a movie put, on the put moon. all those guys in a shit sack. Yeah, <laughs> 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 throw tell it. Them, get Superman to throw it into the sun. Tell them we're making a a, a movie uh, on the moon. <laughs> yeah, and we'll <laughs> we'll be, like, be there later. <laughs> to shoot it, you go first and rehearse. Yeah. Whoa, <laughs> we'll man. be there later. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of effects, I watched a movie uh, that I had. I don't know why I didn't get around to this. I waited long and long time to watch this. Um, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. So the most recent one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, second one of the new. Yeah, yeah. Not the non-James Franco one. Yeah. I think I liked. I think I liked parts of it. I think I ultimately enjoyed it. I. The, loved it yeah like a lot yeah and and the reason I, I spiraled off the effects was because the first scene where they're like fighting the bear and all the like there's other animals in the woods mm-hmm. on this tv i was like this looks bad yeah and i was yeah. kind of like is this even gonna play on the i remember screen? that looking bad okay because yeah. i was like this looks bad and i don't know if it's just because there's so many animals on screen and i'm like the bear looks stupid looks so fake <laughs> and then but then once that scene was over i was like the effects of this movie are incredible yeah yeah and and Some i thought of them the, are wonderful yeah. i thought it was like straight through fucking fantastic and i feel like when it was over i was like that movie I I th- I think is going to stand the test of time as like a blockbuster like done super well. It reminded yeah. me of like the first Jurassic Park not in that kind of like huge huge stature but mm-hmm. like 
that people are going to watch it years from now and be like, this is like a good blockbuster. Like the point of the movie is there, but not so there that is beating you over the head. But like, you don't have to find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just really liked it. I think I, I, I think I liked a lot of the monkey acting <laughs> and I feel like I thought that all, all of the humans were really bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, you know, not I, to be a racist. I feel like it was, uh, I, I, I really don't even remember too yeah. well. Like I, yeah, no, I, I remember. I thought it was all right. Things about I was it. like, yeah, man. But you know, like I have no inclination to watch it again. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't no, know. I, I I know I liked it a hell of a lot more than yeah. the, the first one. Um, I know that. Yeah, yeah. That's like the first one. I I wouldn't ever watch again. I like the first one. I like because it's kind well, of I, goofy I, I fun. liked it. I liked the first yeah. one. I, I had a good time watching it. But I just. I like I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought this one was like like the whole kind of like conceit of we need the like, you know, power pl- mm-hmm. like source that's in their area just like and the back and the forth. I just was like mm-hmm. this is fucking fun to watch. Even in the scenes where it's just dialogue and it's just the the plot. I was like this is all fun and crazy mm-hmm. and awesome and when they're fucking fighting on a skyscraper that's falling down and shit I was like, "Yes." Mm-hmm. I thought it was yes. great. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really really dug it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'll uh, uh, I'll speed through a couple that I that I saw. Um, I saw Ex Machina. Ooh, yeah. Oh, I'm just gonna speed through that real quick because yeah. you guys said pr- pretty much everything that needs <laughs> to be said on it. I will say I, it's one of my favorite movies this year. Oh, it's so yeah. good. Uh, it's so fucking good, beginning to end. Yeah. It's it's like I like the points that it makes, but at the same time, it's just like I don't think it takes necessarily a hard stance. It just kind of goes, "This is what I bet would happen." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's fucking super entertaining, and and uh, I fucking totally get Domhnall Gleeson now. He is. Yeah. Fantastic, yeah, great in it. Both yeah. him and Oscar Isaac are yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, and yeah. so is uh, uh, the the girl. Yeah, uh, hard to pronounce name. Ava. Yeah. Ava. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, she's great. Yeah. Um, so that was great. Uh, I watched the SpongeBob movie, the latest one. It's oh cute. yeah. It's I really like the other one, but I, f- I heard that one was just okay. It is. It is literally. It's like the epitome of just okay. Yeah. I love. I watched it because I love Tom Kenny and I love Jill. Totally. Tully and and I was like, yeah, all right, whatever. Mm. So it's. <laughs> uh, but then last night, uh, finally got around to watching Still Alice. Ooh. Oh, I still haven't got. I was just thinking that. about that movie again. I was going to suggest that when you watch it because I was kind of bugged that, that I couldn't talk to anybody. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the movie itself is okay. Yeah, but holy fuck, she is fucking amazing in that amazing. movie. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, and, and it, it's funny because like it's she's doing all these like kind of Julianne Moore things like she. It's really difficult to explain what makes her such a compelling actress. Yeah. Uh, but, but, like, no, I, I don't want to say that the movie's actually kind of mad because the no. movie gives you moments. Yeah. The moment where she's making the speech. Yeah. Oh, man. You're on the fucking edge of your seat yes. the whole time. And yes. it is the, the, the payoff and everything. The, you know, it's not a big cinematic thing or anything. You're just. You're just riding along with a human being who's going yeah. through some shit, and and that that she's not prepared, that nobody could ever be prepared to go through. No, and it really it really um, affected me. Like it made you know, I mean, it really makes you think about your own mortality and about uh, oh, yeah. your own kind of oh god, yeah, health and and uh, I, I'm not sure. We just watched it last night. And yeah. Yeah, like it really fucking shook. Really me. intensely emotional film. Absolutely, Exhausting. but not, but not uh, um, manipulative. No, 
Uh, no. One thing I will say, uh, my God, is Kristen Stewart a terrible actress? <laughs> She is the worst in it. Everybody else, like everybody else is fairly, you know, they're reacting to their mother or to, yeah. to their loved one going through this thing. And she's like, uh, my mom's got Alzheimer's and uh, it's, it's not even cool. Like Alzheimer's isn't cool. She is so like, she has no idea what she's doing. Yeah. And and you'd mentioned the scene where she's um, in a play. And she's supposed to be doing play <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's doing, like, Chekhov, and she's like, so, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to work, and I'll work, like, today, and then I'll work tomorrow, and just, I'll just I don't think she's ever working. seen a play. I don't think she's ever or, seen a movie. Yeah. I don't think she's ever seen a person. Yeah, she's going to have to get in Charlie Hunnam's shit sack and go to the moon. <laughs> yeah, 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 jump in the shit sack, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good lord! Uh, and yeah. it's it's a testament to the rest of the movie that she doesn't take away from it because you just kind of sit there and patiently wait for her not to be on screen anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. The but, ending of that movie though, just <sighs> fucking. I gotta watch me. it. It's, oh oh man, yeah, it 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 is an extremely emotional movie. Yes, <laughs> but yeah, you, uh, uh, you you should all see. It. I was I I was walking down the the reason it was my head. I was walking down the street and I saw a poster for something with Julianne Moore in it. Yeah. And I looked at her and then I thought of Still Alice and I thought of the end of the movie and I got home and started crying on the street. <laughs> <and> went, <"Ugh." laughs> because like what a what a beautiful thing. Oh man. Like what a oh. beautiful thing where you just kinda go like Yeah. Like yeah. I, I I real like this it's coming from such a terrible place and yeah. but just everything that was leading up to it, you just go, Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Oh God. I'm trying. I'm trying very hard not to throw in an essentially correct. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, not how I was said it, but is your essentially correct, Julian? Essentially correct. Fighting back tears. I'm not essentially crying. Yeah. It's Jesus. It's it's a really beautiful performance. I'm so I gotta watch it. Yeah. Great. Great experience. It's yeah. That was like yeah. You give. It's not a hey. Thanks for the career Oscar. It's like yep. That was maybe the best work you've ever done. Yeah. Yeah. And and also just one of those one of those benchmark things where where you go like. This is what you should be doing. Yeah. Like, how did Kristen Stewart do such a terrible job when she saw in front of her how you're supposed to fucking yeah, do yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's like this movie about a disease or something. And then <laughs> I'm in a play that this guy from Star Trek wrote. <laughs> <laughs> it's called like uh, Star Trek Three Sisters or something. <laughs> I don't even remember. Star Trek and the Cherry Orchard or whatever. <laughs> She's the fucking. Worst. <laughs> oh God. Mm-mm. Yeah, love it. Uh, mm-hmm. I only watched one other thing. I won't. I won't what spend it? too long on it. I watched the movie Black Sea uh, with Jude Law and Scoot McNary, directed by no Kevin McDonald. It's uh, oh. the, the submarine oh, thriller. Yeah, oh. right. They're going to get the the gold, the Nazi gold from a downed uh, huh. submarine ship, yeah. and uh, yeah. it it like. 
the pedigree behind this movie because Kevin McDonald did Last King of Scotland amongst other things mm-hmm. and, and tons Ben Mendelsohn oh. uh, yeah he, like super stacked cast of people putting in really good work by like what a, you mean the cast all has huge huge tits, tits yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> so tons of people putting in like really good work amazing director like looks like a bazillion bucks it's obviously slightly lower budget because it's like a you know one one uh, set kind of piece yeah but you know, you, if you, if anyone goes and watches this movie, which I do recommend this film, but you got to temper your expectations a little bit because it's just like, oh, all of these amazing people should have made like the best thriller of the year, and it's just like a good thriller. Yeah, like right. they they go down. You're you're always kind of like you know where the script is going to go, and the trailer really makes it look like it's going to be. And then they all start picking each other off one by one because they realize they'll get more of the money or whatever. Right. And it kind of is that, but it's not like it doesn't just turn into like a slat, like a a slash em up. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's worth watching. It's like a, the definition of like a this hits Netflix. Check it out on a Sunday. Yeah. Right. Like yeah, I always sure. say that about movies, but this is totally that. Yeah. Just I, like it's a good. Everyone puts in good work. It's a fun conceit that they're all going to go down there and then they get stuck. Like and all the things that happen. Yeah. It's just like a, a entertaining weekender i feel like my bar for like a thriller like that is actually pretty low totally because that type of movie isn't really made that much anymore like they're just not really making straight up like thriller kind of like not like whodunit necessarily but Mm -hmm. that kind of like you know like the boy next door something like yeah yeah, and this has like they do layer in a little of kind of like okay it's also kind of about class because they're all like lower class like workmen people that are being put up by a kind of you know it's it's almost a lot like alien in that regard where like one of them is from the the corporation you know and it's like i wonder if he'll have like a you know a dark thing that he's hiding obviously he does like <laughs> right. so but it, it does kind of have that to it so it's fun yeah oh cool worth mm. worth a worth a gander yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah um, and that's it for me what do we, okay. you guys? See you next week. Yeah, buddy. see you guys. Uh, <laughs> Good night. Night. <laughs> on the phone. Yeah, I'm out of here. Uh, I watched one one other thing. Uh, I'm gonna write a little review for it for my site. Yeah, for my site. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, a Netflix original series called Grace and Frankie. Oh, oh I yeah. I can't bring myself to click on it. I uh, I, heard it's I really not very had good. to because um, I, I like a lot of people involved here. Uh, all. yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, but I hear it's real bad. It's uh. It, tell your mom, she'll she'll really like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's it's everything that you've seen time and time again, but this yeah. time it's old people doing it, uh-huh. and it's like the kind of jokes that old people would have been offended by five years ago that young people were making, mm. but now they've had time to kind of soak in the public consciousness, right. and they're a little more palatable and easy to take. So mm. you know, it's like uh, uh, boner jokes for mom. Uh, <laughs> it's the title of uh, uh, your new book. Weirdly, it's the title of my autobiography. <laughs> I'm just saying, read it when it comes out. Uh, yeah, it's it. It feels like uh, it feels like a gentle uh, Neil Simon play. Oh. Okay. Um, All right. So yeah, mm. tell your mom, but skip it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, speaking of skip it, uh, don't watch Identity Thief. Uh, oh God! That's, I can't. I just could a never do joyless, that. boring fucking comedy. Yeah, comedy. That's yeah. A, not a word for that movie. Yeah. <laughs> what a pile of crap. Yeah. Just ugh, I couldn't but, finish it. I just realized I'm like, oh, I don't have to. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just turned it the fuck off. God, I live in a free so, country. It's not even really remarkable. I'm just letting you know. Don't yeah. don't don't even give it the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I feel like that that is one that that if I was to watch it, it would just tarnage, 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 tarnage. my image of the people involved. Uh, yeah, fully. Yeah. And just like, do you have nothing? I don't know. Yeah. What's the matter? <laughs> Who hurt you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, all well, right. Let's, let's do it. Let's get right into film roulette and uh, let's do it. <laughs> Film Relate is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week, obviously, we went and we watched Mad Max Fury Road and the loser has to go see something shitty or watch something that we have decided will work well in uh, the opposite of the movie that we saw. So we, we went the opposite this week for a Netflix pick and one of us had to watch Did You Hear About the Morgans? And we also listened to Darkness on the Edge of the Town uh, at the hands of Casey because he gave us nope, a punishment. Nope. Oh, Greg, sorry, because yep. he gave us the punishment album because you can do that when you lose. That's right. Yeah, and that's yeah. what we that's how we play and that's how yeah, we'll do it. Feel free to do that when you lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. So we saw Mad Max... Obviously, uh, Fury Road, starring Tom Hardy, Charlize Theron, uh, Nicholas uh, Holt, and a ton of other people um, oh, pop up in this thing. Ton of other people that uh, you may know of. Yeah, uh, directed by George Miller, uh, who obviously made all of the Mad Max movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and I and be- Babe. Mm-hmm. And Babe 2, Pig in the City. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is a fantastic it's film. A w- weirdest career. Yeah. yeah. And Happy <laughs> Feet and Happy, happy Feet 2. Yeah. Yeah. He did, yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So IMDb describes the plot of this Mad Max film as, in a stark desert landscape where humanity is broken, two rebels just might be able to restore order. Max, a man of action in, of few words, and Furiosa, a woman of action who is looking to make it back to her childhood homeland. This thing, uh, if you've been watching the reviews got just nuts buzz over yeah, here. Yeah, it's very, it's very polarizing. Yeah, yeah mostly positive, but yeah. then a, about a couple days after it opened, obviously the think pieces and some people, you know, positive and negative started to pop up. There's but, a uh, lot of our friends in the uh, men's rights movement. Yeah, our have a problem with it. And no, by, and when I not say, even as a joke. When I say friends our friends, <laughs> I mean some sad, misguided douche holes. Yeah. Uh, at the beginning of the podcast, I sort of uh, quietly said that the movie wasn't that great. As yeah. Um, that was all subterfuge. Because <laughs> oh. This is the best movie of all time. Oh, man, I loved it. It is the fucking best movie ever. It's so good. I I almost... Now, I, I do want to say all of the hype that has been piled upon this thing, uh, I did feel at a few points like, why am I not liking this more in this moment? Why isn't it hitting me so viscerally in some of the slower moments? And I, but I do think like this movie because takes this time movie to breathe. is like it's an attack and release. Yes, like absolutely. Uh, it, so it fucking overloads you yeah. with fucking crazy shit. But it doesn't. It doesn't just go like all crazy shaky camera or anything. Yeah. Like uh, we we watched it yesterday, and we we're on our way back, and uh, I almost texted you, Greg, and, and was like. 
oh, do, just go. <laughs> you, just, you just have to go. I'm going as soon as we finish the record. Today, yeah. I'm going right now. <laughs> you have to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I, I almost, and, and and this is weird to say, I think, but I almost felt like I was watching it wrong for a bit because I was like, I'm just, I'm trying to just watch this like it's any old movie. Yeah. And you do have to, I think, engage with this movie at a certain level that other movies like you, you know, have to rise to meet this movie. I think so. And and when and that's you what do, makes it so good. Yeah, you're absolutely rewarded. And that's what's going to make the next time I see this movie, which will be very soon. Me too. Uh, uh, that much fucking better because yeah. all have already existed in that world, and all. It's it's a fucking important movie. Yeah. Oh, um, super important. Uh, it, but at the same time, it doesn't overstate its importance. Yeah. And it's so fucking badass. And it's not a Mad Max movie. Uh, it's a movie about Furiosa, yeah. and Mad Max is in it, totally. and that is fucking awesome. So good, that is totally acceptable because she and she's not even overplaying the character either. No, that's the fucking coolest thing. He is oh, fuck. I gotta fucking calm down. <laughs> uh, but Tom Hardy is playing the best elements of. Uh, what Mel Gibson did, yeah, of what uh, stripped down Mel- to the very he base he basically has like three or four like lines. He says like yeah, yeah. Huh, grunts a lot. Says yeah. kind of like this and that, but nothing. He never really strings a whole sentence together. No, uh. but all of the fucking craziness and shit that he's haunted by is is so there behind yeah. his eyes. Well, and there's like flashbacks and stuff like that, so you see, you know, what he's haunted by, yeah. but. The way he's playing it, it's such an internal performance, but at the same time, it's kind of a bigger performance. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it falls in line with George Miller. You know, a lot of people are saying, like, he's doing, like, the show not tell thing here. Yeah. Which is true. Like, the like the visual, you know, style of this movie is is telling you everything you need to know in a lot of the scenes where, you know, this movie just gives you enough to kind of let you know what's going on but then you kind of have to like what well, like you said meet it yeah. and and it's not you know over just over telling you everything about all the characters and all their pasts and no, all like you, you don't, don't need that you shit. don't need to know you don't need to you know well you know everything you need to know yeah because ultimately it's a very simple story yeah with with some complicated politics and stuff like that but but the, but those compli- complicated politics aren't necessary to the plot or anything. It's just um, well, it works as a chase film because it, it like and, and I mean people have been saying it's one big long chase scene. It's not really. They slow down a, a, for a, a fair stretch. Seen a fucking of the film. Mad Max movie. Exactly. They're all a big fucking that's chase what it, thing. That's yeah. what it fucking is. It's and exactly the story like that, centers though, yeah. around that. And again, it's a very very simple story. Yeah, it works as the chase scene, but it also all of the stuff that's going on also works as its own story yeah and it's all in there and it does feel sparse at times but you do it like when you you know think about every character and all of their arcs and all the plot points and stuff it all plots out properly yeah you know and and it is like um it is weird to say how like amazing it is to see a movie that's dealing with the idea of like women that like slaves and sexual slavery that isn't doing it in a way where it's like all right i need to be like they're gonna fucking you know really show some like crazy you know violence or really show like the sexual slavery like um it's so it's dealing with something in a way that isn't sexual like they they don't sexualize there's no like sexualized violence towards the women even though that the movie is about women being like held and like you know what i mean well it's it's about women it's about women um breaking like breaking that cycle yeah and and yet 
there there's no there's no like moment where they're unsure or like it, it's just it's a movie about that doesn't like take for granted oh you know women are gonna need some time to to figure everything out it's just this movie's like no women are strong yeah and women can uh you know give life and uh and that doesn't make them more fragile that makes them stronger yeah and more able to fight in whatever way and and yeah women can get knocked the fuck down just like men can get knocked the fuck down uh like it doesn't it doesn't separate what men can do and what what women can do. Oh yeah, like, as, as two separate things. It's mm-hmm. just women do this alongside men, and sometimes men act alongside women. Uh, that like that's the fucking great thing about this yeah. movie is that the men are supporting characters, and they're no less important or anything. Yeah. They're just supporting. Totally. Yeah, and it's the fucking best. It's so good, and and. I love that the whole thing with the women is like breaking free from the men that have like fucked the whole world up. Yeah. Like straight up to the top, the villain. It's all like toxic masculinity. It's like the dudes that think like if I sacrifice myself, I'm going to like, you know, rise the ranks and get to like get to the, like heaven and yeah. Valhalla. Like it's all about the, this how like, dumb, to- unattainable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like you say, masculinity that's that's uh, or or ideal of masculinity. Yeah. Not that masculinity itself is dumb, but um, but but yeah, like the 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 misguided idealism of masculinity and how that just fucking drives you into the ground. Yeah, and how that ruins the world for women too. Yeah, like it's 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 so weirdly polarizing. But well, uh, like, I honestly, like in terms of in terms of of the way like you view like the sexes, but but then like the the ultimate force is men and women working together. Yeah, honestly, I it seems weird to say like I understand why the men's rights activists would be upset if they watch this movie because yeah, it's saying like you're a fuck like this is like it, you're an idiot. Yeah, everything <laughs> that men's rights groups are are fighting for is wrong. Yeah, that's what that I don't know. I, I don't necessarily want to say that that's what the movie is is definitively saying. That is kind of what I took away from it. Uh, and, and you know, maybe there is a men's rights group out there that that gets yeah, you know, that, that that gets. I, you know, I don't want to group everybody in as one big thing. Yeah. Largely men's But the stuff that this movie is saying idiots. is negative <laughs> is like the stuff that they are fighting quote unquote are, for. Right, right. To maintain so that, that level of stupid yeah. masculinity that doesn't even exist. Like that they were- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Or even not- mad that like she might be stronger than him in the trailer. Oh, like you that's fucking so like sad. <laughs> but, yeah. But I mean I think I think the the big takeaway from it is that groups like that, people like that, and that mindset is becoming more and more of a weird fringe group. They're becoming yeah. more and more of like a thing to be pitied. Uh, and, mm. and and that type of thing just withers and dies. So I, I don't know. It's in, in that respect, this movie is so uh, um, uplifting and, and exciting. Yeah, uh, and, I, and 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 the like like I said, the violence isn't is used sparingly. Only when it's like it's not super gory at all. But when it needs to like hit the point home, it can be pretty. But like I was, it was really refreshing to see a movie about like okay, here's these women that have been enslaved for years and they're going to break free, but we don't need to be dragged through the like exploitative yeah. elements of that kind of story. Well, it's just it about necessary. them as characters. Right. It's not about like, okay, I need to see her tied up and like beaten the whole movie to for it to be like a great thing when she gets out. Or right, whatever. because it's implied that she's been through some shit. Yeah. She's missing an That's arm. She's a fucking badass. Yeah. She's hard as shit because she's been through some shit. Yeah. Uh, and it yeah, never and sexualizes that's all, that's her. All the fucking backstory you need. Yeah, she's so fucking awesome. And all of the everything women. in like, the movie is awesome. Yeah, looks like everything the, in the fucking looks like, movie. Uh, they're doing a sequel too. Yeah, Mad Max uh, Wasteland. Yeah. It's gonna be a prequel. Mm. I will say, I do like the idea that you know. I know George Miller has said that he wrote like stories for everybody. I don't want to see all the stories. I there like was going to be an animated movie yeah. uh, background on Furiosa. That, yeah, that they I, were going to do that when the initial filming got rained out, and they which bumped this back years and years. Yeah, like this movie right. would have come out like two or three years ago. Right, but Furiosa was going to be this animated thing, and like you know, here we are working. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. I I feel like like. Everything about it, um, like like during watching the movie, I felt like I was like, oh, they're they're gonna spin off Furiosa into into her own sort of line of mm. uh, of movies and sort of like interweave Mad Max and Furiosa. Like they they'll sort of split off and become two mm-hmm. sort of franchises that like interconnect and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, and and maybe they'll do that. Yeah, I would be down for that. I would be super fucking down for that I, because yeah. if this type of world, because it's a very simple world. Yeah. These people are here and they want this. These people are here yeah. and they want this. And these people are here and they just want this. Yeah. Uh, and, and, um, well, I'm over here and I want all of it. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you mentioned super briefly about like the, um, the and cinematography. Super oh, freaky. yeah. <laughs> super freaky. <laughs> super briefly. <laughs> yeah, and and I mean George Miller obviously comes from the 70s, comes from the 80s, knows how to shoot a movie. Well, it was so yeah. fucking refreshing. That oh, was boy. And then from the trailers, like that first shot in the trailer is like, "Oh, wide yeah. establishing environment." Yeah. Amazing. Old school director. But, like you feel so much more of a world in a fucking two and a half minute trailer than in any, yeah. you know, like Michael Bay fucking action movie whatever Yeah, the fuck where it's just the last shards years. of of people in metal flying yeah. past your face. Yeah. And this 
The whole movie is that. Yeah. The whole movie establishes it itself all of the so, time. And it does do some like close-up shaky stuff, but when it does it, I never found that it it always came it always after an establishment or it yeah. always pulled after it later. Right. Like it, it was so refreshing that the first thing that happens in the movie, not a spoiler, it was in the trailer when he's standing there and uh, then he gets in his car, he drives off and the cars jump over the camera. Yeah. And then it cuts to like a shot of his car driving they are behind him they hit his car his car flips over a bunch of times and it never cuts it's just one shot of them driving and then they get closer and they closer and then they flip and i was just like that was amazing i saw everything i needed to see yeah i saw the car flip and i was like that's a real fucking car i that's, love this yeah. <laughs> i had that i had that exact thought like like i mean you know you, you know you'd seen that from the trailer but yeah i had that exact thought like where i was like I was Thank jarred you. out of my seat by like <laughs> for, I can't for letting remember me see the this. last time I saw a real car flip in a fucking yeah. movie. In, and and it blew like, my mind. Like it feels it felt like when you watch movies when you were a kid. It yeah. felt like like And I mean they've used real like you see real cars and stuff like like Winter Soldier, but it's always so like just just the fact that like okay, he didn't cut into the into the car and you have a POV shot of the car flipping around right. and the camera's going willy-nilly. It's just like just the fact that it was a car on the screen got hit by another car and it flipped yeah. and then skid across the ground and then stopped and then now we're on to the next moment because this like I was just like thank you for letting me experience a cool car flip yeah. and just let me watch how awesome it is like, that I these feel cars like are was... being launched in the fucking air well he does two things really well makes delightful movies about anthropomorphic animals <laughs> and uh, the other thing is destroy cars yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this movie had both yeah, yeah. and, but, and <laughs> when they did use CGI the anthropomorphic like, animals, when, when it does you know go into the crazy storms obviously a lot of that CGI there's CGI people flying through yeah, the air and stuff but it always it works so well almost because you trace it all the way back to that first car flip like yeah the fact that like they established that we're using a lot of real stuff i don't like i'm assuming a pretty high percentage of all the stuff is super real but, yeah. so when they do go into the like storms or into things that are cgi or are aided by cgi you're like good because i know that the, a lot of this is real you shoot you showed me cars flipping it's only the things that are necessary it's not it's not over it's not going like look at how much cgi i can put in a yeah. movie it's just like they they need you need to understand the gravity of when they drive into that storm yeah so you need it, it needs to be all-encompassing and you can't do that practically there's yeah. just no way that you could do it on the scale that this movie is set there's no way that you could have done that practically so yeah, in those in those instances, and it's gorgeous. Like the the CGI is fucking beautiful. Oh, it's so good. I think it's funny. I've seen some you know some of the negative reviews talk about it being like an exhausting action. Like it just became so much, it became exhausting. I think that's super interesting that there are critics that are picking this movie of all movies to like point out like oh an exhausting action movie where i just had enough where i'm like did you fucking watch fury seven yeah like by halfway i was like ready to fucking be pass out i was so exhausted yeah and this movie has lots of time to breathe yeah there's tons of stretches of this film where cars aren't exploding this, mo it, this and movie doesn't need to talk all the time yeah it can just exist and and yeah like that's that's like a really there, there's a whole say. like 20 minute stretch where it's just like not action yeah <laughs> and it but it, i mean not in a boring way in a way where you're just like okay this is where we are right now we need the time to breathe here's yeah. what the characters are doing yeah it's just fucking yeah it was it was really really good it's fucking so awesome i did yeah like i did find myself being like oh why am i not so like amped about the way this the way everyone else is when i was in moments of it yeah. and then then the actually like 
the final stretch of action because they had that like downtime is so awesome yeah. so fucking good yeah it's, yeah uh, fucking bananas yeah it's I'm trying yeah. to see if there's anything else that, yeah we i got, I got nothing else to say I feel, i'm exhausted from yeah. fucking describing it. yeah mm. i just yeah i posted an article on facebook where somebody was writing about how they don't want backstories for everybody because people were already saying like the dude with the guitar is gonna have his backstory and just like man i loved him for what he was yeah they don't that's, need that's everyone completely unnecessary yeah. he was scary because yeah. i don't know anything about him other than the fact that he will strap himself to a rig that is moving <laughs> and yeah. play guitar while people explode around him. yeah and that's pretty cool yeah uh, this movie is 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 amazing i can't wait to watch it again can't wait yeah yeah well, i'm only like an hour and a half away <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh-huh. well, we'll listen. we'll wrap up on that then. Go see Fury Road. Mm-hmm. Check yeah. it out in 3D. I thought the 3D was great. Mm-hmm. I, I guitar's coming right out your face. Yeah, I only saw it in <laughs> two, two of the Ds. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but those two Ds were great. Yeah, yeah. This movie's amazing, and it's nothing. It's like nothing that you will see in theaters all summer. And I think the fact that we had Avengers and Furious Seven this year, which I both I liked, I liked both of those movies, but I think having those two action movies. Uh, leading up to this one only serves to highlight how audacious and brilliant this movie is. <laughs> yeah, it, it actually, I think if there's one drawback is that this movie killed those movies for me. Because <laughs> now when I think back to like Avengers, I'm like, uh, oh yeah, it was some cute one-liners and rape jokes that went over my head and, <laughs> and I don't remember anything about it and like the image of, of uh, Fury Road is just like fucking burning yeah. my head and I'll go see it again so yeah. very very uh, soon King Wicked. Yeah. well you well, didn't get yeah. to see Mad Max Fury Road no, you no. had to well, watch as yeah. a consolation yeah. Yeah. hey listen did you guys hear about the Morgans <laughs> I, I, I did and in, I saw them I two, heard they're in a wheat field yeah <clears throat> two, 2009 film directed, by, directed and written by Mark Lawrence starring Hugh Grant and Sarah Jessica Parker. The synopsis of this film is, in New York City, an estranged couple who witness a murder are relocated to small-town Wyoming as a part of a witness protection program. Witness protection? More like witless protection. Oh, no. More like witless erection. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. So we picked this movie because it seemed like the polar opposite of something that you would want to go see when Mad Max Fury Road is out. Yeah. yeah. Just a, a, a poorly reviewed comedy action buddy yeah. what is it how how do you even describe what, it it's, uh, it's one of those um who thought this was a good idea <laughs> yeah, yeah it's not a who had done it it's a who thought it up <laughs> <laughs> so who got yeah. fired for making this movie yeah. okay so this movie so it's really great so you've got these two people that nobody likes <laughs> and they don't even like each other and then they see a murder and now they gotta go stay with each other oh no yeah uh, <laughs> hey, what uh, else you got? What, that's pretty much it. And it's uh, yeah, okay. So um, I don't know if I've ever seen two less likable leads with no chemistry in a movie before. Like, wow, like it's really bad. It's just this movie is no fun at all. Yeah, there's I didn't even accidentally laugh at anything. Uh, there's not a single moment of interesting things in it. Um, so the movie starts, uh, Hugh Grant and Sarah Jessica Parker are apparently married, but they're separated because he slept with somebody else. Okay. And he, but he really wants to work it out and she does not. And you're watching them walk around and him being like, 
with no effort either. He's just like the sleepiest Hugh Grant has ever been, and she is like, yeah, I don't even know what she's like. She's just, it's not like a, it's you know what it's like. Uh, it's like like aliens stole some skin suits and are walking around trying to be uninteresting people. <laughs> it's <laughs> fucking like she's I don't know. So she doesn't want to, and he's like, oh, but we should get back together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, says, his face on the cover, like he looks sleepy. Yeah, because uh, no one could possibly be interested in this, uh, in this script or movie. Um, so uh, he want, yeah, he wants to get back together. She doesn't, and then he's like, "Let's go to dinner," and they do, and it's not really going well. And oh man, and on the way home from dinner, they witness a murder, uh, and then um, then the murderer comes and tries to kill her at her apartment. So then they put them in the uh, witness protection program. So they have to go out to uh, Wyoming and live with Sam Elliott and Mary Steenburgen. Oh. oh. Yeah. Which, like, hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's. I was going to ask, are there other, inter- like, are there interesting people where you just go, oh, that's Yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of people in this. Not a lot. There's a, there's a few, like, uh, everyone's, you know, some support cast. It's like, oh, them. I like, yeah. And I like, feel like Kevin Pollack must show up somewhere. In this movie. <laughs> he, he totally should be. <laughs> um, let me hear. Let me pull it up on IMDb so I don't uh, forget anybody who is in there doing stuff. It's just, I mean, the stakes of it are so low. There's no room for comedy because all it is is like he wants to get back together with her because he knows that he fucked up and he feels bad, and she's like, no. So it's not like they like okay if you if you made this movie in the '80s. It would be, let's say, with like Michael Douglas and Kathleen Turner, they would be a married couple who fucking hates each other. Yeah. And they don't, they, neither one wants to be around the other. Yeah. And they get there shipped off somewhere. S- and now, and through that animosity, there's, you know. There would be some sort of kinetic energy. Right. Right. Or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> Anything <laughs> to happen. Uh, but that is not what's going on at all. It's just like this simpy guy that you don't like. Following around an unpleasant woman <laughs> in a wheat field. Yeah, yeah and if I want to yeah. watch that, I'll go home and visit my parents. Am I right, guys? Ooh. I'm just kidding, guys. Like you, uh, we were both uh, so dear to me. Michael <laughs> Kelly plays the killer, and like, oh. hey, who doesn't like Michael Kelly? Yeah, sure. Uh, and like, who else is in? And nobody else really. All in it. Oh, except the the FBI agent who's going to send them off to into the witness protection is uh, Seth Gilliam, who's been like on Oz, and he, most notably, he was one of the leads on The Wire. Okay. And even his face, while he's delivering his lines, he's a very good actor. He, he, I can just see in his eyes where he's like delivering these lines, like, you know, I was on The Wire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, so this happened after The Wire? What is it? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. Must See, I, this th- is what two thousand. Is this how long ago was this? I don't know. Two thousand nine. Because- oh, I don't know. When did the wire start? Getting it up, loaded up right I'm now. No, this, this is, was yeah. He's already started the wire. The wire is already definitely a thing. Right. The wire was two thousand two. Yeah. 2002. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, like done. I'm uh, surprised that this that this is 2009. For some reason, I think about this being squarely 1997. Yeah, oh, yeah. it feels like, like one of those kind of things. But yeah, yeah you can. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> so yeah, um, uh, they learn about country life and eating, and it's like I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> You're a what? Oh, look, there's a bear. Hugh Grant's not a man. <laughs> <laughs> I think I feel like that string of sentences just described this movie perfectly. And I haven't seen it, mind you. I, I'm a vegetarian. You're a what? There's a bear. Hugh Grant's not a man. 
Um, oh my yeah. god so <laughs> the new york post is the only person that gave this a, a positive a super positive review oh, and i have to say his quote because it's so good yes please. as for hugh grant who hasn't been this sharp since love actually six years ago he is once again the prime minister of cute comedy barf you're fired yeah oh my god a prime minister of Cute, Cute comedy. comedy. Kyle Smith to your dorms. You're on blast. This is the New York Post. Nah, yeah, this movie <laughs> is fucking garbage. Um, the, uh, yeah, there's nothing to like here. There's not There's not a recurring joke of any kind. Nothing that works. Like, you think they're going to do something with the... Because he is, I guess, a, really afraid of bears. Because he's like, there's when there's when they get there, they That's, see the there's the what to do if you encounter a bear thing, and he's like, oh god, should we be writing this down? This is important, and he has all these bear repellent sprays and stuff like that. <laughs> so there is a movie? mild recurring gag where he keeps spraying, he gets sprayed with the bear spray in the oh, eyes. Fuck off with that! I hate that. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't really fully sell it as like a strong joke or anything like that. Well, it's because it, it, it isn't. It's on its face, not a no, yeah. no, no. But I mean, they don't even try. Like they aren't even presenting it like it's the fucking payoff on all this stupid bear shit. Yeah, because the bear scene is like barely anything. The bear doesn't play into it at all. Like I, th- I felt like they were setting up for stuff to happen. And it just I feel like does. the bear was prominent in the trailer. Like, very, come and watch this. Very, crazy very couple. No, it happens pretty bear. much right away. They get I to think Wyoming, he's going to cheat on her with like, that ah! bear. Oh, uh, yeah. So obviously they fall back in love. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and they uh, adopt a baby. Great. And, uh, and she gets pregnant. Okay. Yeah. By the, the end. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, the lowest review on Metacritic <laughs> is in stark con- contrast to the uh, writing of the highest review, which is... He's like the the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> the the per- Mary Elizabeth Williams at Salon.com gets a real zinger in. Of cute comedy. Says... <laughs> Did you hear about the Morgans does bear the distinction of boasting the sourest cast ever assembled outside of a Lars von Trier production? Mm. Boom! You burnt! Nice! Yeah, I don't know what to... I mean, don't... There's no reason to ever see this in your whole life. Okay. But it... Uh, well, I mean, I it is... I promise fun. I'll never yeah, see they, it. Really, there are scenes where you can tell they're all just like... Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. well, this is a terrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> Do you well, see this guy in the watch? It was great. <laughs> it's, the, it's the absence of an idea. Two yeah. people who don't like each other go into the witness relocation program. Yeah, It's not an idea. No. It's something that could happen. Well, yeah, and it's sure. also a, like a cliche, right? Like how many movies have we had by this point in 2009 that are like two people who don't like each other got a because of a crime of some sort they saw. Yeah. It's like the same thing as like witness only without a couple. It's just like somebody saw something and he's got to go away for a while. <laughs> like Yeah. Yeah, like it, like it sounds like there's no other There was a Grisham one like that too, wasn't there's there? There's nothing to, to to put a twist on it or to Yeah. Put, like, no, no. And again, there's just there's, there's no there is no uh there's no stakes really between them. And he's just like, "Look, I'm really sorry I cheated on you." And she's like, uh, "Yeah, well, I don't trust you. Fair. Like, this is hilarious. Fair <laughs> Ooh, zing. 
You Come on, this is a fun- broken oh, yeah. my trust. I just get like a whole bunch of people who aren't funny to uh, not make a comedy. <laughs> yeah. Got it. I will say what I came away from is uh, once again I was like, ah, Mary Steenburgen, you're delightful. She's delightful. So yeah. Sam Elliott. Yeah. Well, he's just yeah. He's always just Sam Elliott, and he's in yeah. this movie too. Like I don't know what this is about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super high right I now. I like hanging out with Mary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mary's a delightful yeah. woman. <laughs> you want to get out of here, Mary? Yeah. Let's <laughs> see Ted. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, don't ever see Really it. stupid. <laughs> so, very hard really line. painful watch. Yeah. 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 Don't see that. Mm-hmm. 100% go see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like we did a real good contrast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> movies you should see. Compare and contrast yeah. an amazing movie versus a real piece mm-hmm. of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, that's how you play the game. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of the game, uh, last week, Greg gave us an album. I did. Uh, why don't you take us through your reasoning behind you the giving of this album? Okay, I will do that. And uh, what it is. All right. I gave you guys uh, Bruce Springsteen's album, Darkness on the Edge of Town. Yeah. Uh, which... Uh, yeah, I decided on that. It's my personal favorite Springsteen album, I think, at this stage anyway. I'm a fairly new Springsteen fan because I went and saw him live a few years ago with my buddy Diggs, and it blew me away, and then I just kind of devoured his uh, discography, and I picked up a whole shit ton of it on vinyl, which is a, really a great way to listen to his stuff. And, uh, yeah, I just got deeper and deeper in. I did start with Born to Run just because... I guess I, I was like, well, that's where you start, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, then when I got to this record, which I actually bought years ago because I the only Springsteen I ever liked growing up or in my you know 20s or whatever was Nebraska because it's just this fucking so acoustic good. album. It's, all just, it's just him and an acoustic guitar and, like, some harmonica, and it's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. It's and I was like, well, this is great. I can get fucking sad to this. What's always, up? Let's get yeah, sad. <laughs> yeah, I've always heard of that as, as sort of like the – the real like deeper esoteric level yeah. of of it's uh, so good yeah because sure. it was demo as right? far down that yeah, route he was yeah because that's how he he writes everything and then brings it to the band and then they turn it into these huge fucking epic tunes right. but this one he was just like uh, no these songs work like this yeah and it was a great call because it's a fucking brilliant album yeah. so I liked that I'm like okay maybe I'm into Springsteen because I like this and I actually I bought Darkness on the Edge of Town uh, like used on CD. Based solely on the name, I was hoping for another like dark album that yeah, would be right. some stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I can get into that. And then I, the first track is Badlands, and I'm like, nope, there's pianos and saxophones, and I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and I just never regarded it. I'm like, nah, Springsteen doesn't work for me. Fucking born in the USA, fucking bad. Which is funny because this album, it, this album, there is quite a darkness. To oh yeah, quite a bit of darkness. <laughs> I was quite a fool, but I was like 25, yeah, yeah. and all I wanted was fucking bad brains and fucking or the saddest things ever. Yeah, uh, yeah. So. Um, so this is the one that really worked for me. Maybe it's because there aren't like huge, huge famous songs on here. I mean, there are songs that are familiar just because they, the fans have really uh, latched on to some stuff here. But I, I love an album like that. I think I think yeah. that's if if you can find an album like that to uh, as an entry point to somebody who is a huge famous person, like yeah. something where you don't know any of the songs, and but that album is still a good representation of what that person is as an artist. And I mm-hmm. think this album is perfectly that yeah 
So I lose my mind for this album. I, I, I just I adore it so much, and I just was uh, hoping to get you guys on the Springsteen train with me. It's not a hard train to jump on. To. No, I mean, no. yeah, like it's not like he's inaccessible. It's not no. like he's trying to no. write songs no. that are inaccessible. I think a lot of people just have the "Born in the USA" bias, and by completely misunderstanding what that song is. Yeah, and he is, is an bummer. artist yeah. that, from my perspective, like it is. I I find him hard to jump on to because it is one of those like, well, what do I do? What one do I jump? on mm-hmm. everyone seems to have a different idea and some of them sound so different and yeah. some of that's them sound another so reason similar. i picked this album because i feel like it does a little bit of everything because you get the really yeah. like these great story songs like uh, uh racing in the streets and you get fucking really uh fucking just cool rock songs like streets of fire and shit like that and then you get his great like americana ballads like badlands and darkness yeah. on the edge of town you know mm-hmm. i think it kind of did a little bit of everything here. i think badlands or fucking cool ass rockers like candy's room and shit yeah like that. So, i yeah. think badlands being a track one for this is so like perfect mm-hmm. like the that as the opener i think is so perfect yeah i i, I think that song like r- right away i was like okay i know exactly why i really like this yeah specifically lyrically like this album has such a strong through line of mm. this is what these songs are going to sound like. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, there, there's like uh, yeah. weirdly, if I had to have like a favorite track or favorite tracks, I think maybe Candy's Room yeah. might be might be my favorite. That's track, interesting. But I feel- something in the night is also yeah. oh man, oh, what fucking a song. Like when I say that this album has its has has its darkness, like it it's yeah, got, like it's it's more of uh like it's it's there's so much pain in this oh album. yeah a ton of it yeah it's interesting i think Can- those are like, two excellent max weinberg tunes uh yeah boy oh fuck that candy's room like i feel like would be one of my last at the beginning oh yeah yeah and the Ooh. way they're the way they're kind of um gallopy and and like uh, imperfect mm-hmm. per- like perfectly imperfect mm-hmm. which is like a douchey thing to say but like that's essentially totally correct though yeah. it's essentially correct <laughs> No, I I go nuts for Badlands. Yeah, yeah I don't like oh, yeah. the lyrics are the so lyrics good. are fucking phenomenal. Yeah. I I think yeah. like Badlands more like Goodlands. <laughs> yeah, more like good song. Badlands <laughs> more like good song. <laughs> Says Dan Corbett. <laughs> I do I do think I I think uh, like Candy's Room. I like Candy's Room. I don't think it's by any means a bad song, but it is one of the ones where I'm like, okay, I'm not like maybe like I'm thinking of other songs while I'm listening to it. Mm. I, I really? think of some of the I think other maybe songs. Maybe over time it. that would probably change. Candy's Room is one of the ones that like I will just find is in my head a lot. Okay, yeah, it's got such a cool and distinct little melody yeah. to it. Um, yeah, I still find myself. I am still not at the point with Springsteen where I'm like, I'm today gonna continue listening and i'm gonna go find like i i did sure. i listened to nebraska right after this because i had listened to nebraska before because mm-hmm. i have it on vinyl yeah and and the thing that i really like doing having listened to edge of town back to back with nebraska is about how much about nebraska you can imagine the band yeah like you don't need the band versions because like when atlantic city yeah, yeah. comes on you're like i know fucking what this would sound like with a band yeah. it would be awesome yeah but it is perfect oh, in yeah. this oh, Atlantic City is, the, is one think, the is crowning achievement unreal like song well, heartbreaking song. yeah yeah um so, yeah, I, yeah. But then I didn't it wasn't like 
I walked out of that concert three years ago and was just like, and yeah, here's my a, favorite yeah. artist, and I'm going to digest everything. Yeah. Like, I just started throwing on Born to Run yeah. more and more often, and I got more and more into that album. And then I started to span out. I'm like, oh, fuck, and here's The River for only 10 bucks on vinyl. Yeah. I'll get this. And then I'm like, fuck, this is really good, too. And then he's just like spending... Oh, he's a great artist to spend a lot... A, a slow burn of time with. Because like, didn't, yeah. I didn't just turn over and like... It's really been... It, start, it was a slow burn. It was about a year and a half ago where I was really like, shit, man, I'm like really into Springsteen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it just hasn't stopped. Yeah. Uh, I, and Born to Run, yeah, it's got that fucking song on it, but is a fucking brilliant album yeah. i almost gave you guys that one because it was yeah. how i it started for me but and it's got such great and that album starts kind of with uh, some balls too it doesn't it doesn't just drop the big rocker is it like it, it's just it starts with fucking nothing but piano you know yeah yeah and uh like thunder road is the opener and then that album's great too because it's got jungle land on it which is i'll, I'll never be able to not think about listening to louis ck talk about that song on i think it was on no it was on conan because he had to, he was listening, he was driving around, and Thunderland came on the radio, and he had to pull the car over and just weep <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> b- over this noise that Springsteen made. Yeah, and I get it. Like this is, like, I, 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 you know, had the curtain pulled back a bit and really see the, uh, the, 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 the raw sensitivity and oftentimes brutality of his lyrics, and it's fucking what an uh, uh, immense, immense talent. What th- what this album actually taught me uh, about Bruce Springsteen is, like, when I think of him as a vocalist, because actually, weirdly for me, I, you know, I know the hits and everything, and I've mm-hmm. heard all the hits, yeah. and for me, it was always like, oh, Bruce Springsteen is just one of those artists who exists, and he's yeah. there, and I yeah, don't yeah, yeah. love or hate what he does, he just is there, yeah, I and I feel comfort that he exists. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, <laughs> but, you know, but I don't have to listen to it or anything. So, for, so my, um, as we mentioned last week, my entryway was Wrecking Ball. Because we, yeah. we yeah. reviewed it uh, in the early days of See You Next Wednesday when we were when it came out, albums. yeah, in 2012, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I was listening to it, and I'm like, these are fucking such well written songs, and this is his millionth album, yeah. Like, uh, uh, like, and and these and his sound, it's still so recognizable, but still feels really fresh. And I quite like that album. Um, and, but it has his like uh, Bruce Springsteen, yeah. like kind of yeah. like that that type of vocal delivery. And what this album taught me, "Darkness on the Edge of Town," is that he has a much more plaintive um, delivery. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, and maybe it's just when he was younger. But there's like a um, there's a much more. Uh, Honest uh, and and not to say his gravelly kind of thing isn't honest because no, like, like that's no, his no. kind of yeah. rocker. I, thing. I'm not really into the later period stuff. Like I, I like I Tunnel of Love is about where I'll cut off, and I'm not nuts about that record. No, yeah. although Brilliant Disguise is a stunning fucking song. Like I, uh, I love all of his soundtrack work. That, that sure, he did, sure. And there's know, good like stuff. Like Ghost of Tom Jones is a pretty good album, and he did this like Roots album a few years back that was quite good. But right. mostly, I'm not really down on the newer Bruce. But because yeah. I like like what you're talking about, that's where I get into, and that's where like like all the albums are like this though. Like this sort of tone. That's Born to Run has it. Yeah. Uh, Nebraska has it in a stripped down way. The River has it. Um, Ashbury Park has it in there. It's so it's over this first. 
15 years of his work where he had this great like there's this uh, sad thickness so to his uh, to, to to his vocal delivery yeah. and it's and and there's an honesty to it that i think is somewhat betrayed by his kind of gravelly i'm doing a rock yeah. show kind of thing which is great too because it's it's sort of part of his uh, his overarching kind of uh yeah style but yeah this album had a whole lot more of his like um, just just an honest man hurting. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah, it's 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 effective. Oh fuck yeah, as hell. Yeah, definitely. Uh, really, really enjoyed this album. I'm so glad. Yeah, and if it leads to more, like uh, there's not really a wrong turn. Obviously, Born to Run is there to digest the. River. And I'm going to go back to Wrecking Ball. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember sure. how much I, really I, I, I should probably take a little trip into his. You know, maybe I have a different opinion yeah. on the later stuff now. Yeah. I would be like, have you heard any of Nebraska? Um, I did. I owned Nebraska very briefly. Okay. I owned it and then I lost it. And but uh, I I owned it because somebody was like, uh, you know, it's I was like super into uh, like super acoustic kind of like yeah. I was listening to. Um, I think a Hayden album had just mm. come out, okay. and this was back uh, like everything I long for and stuff like that. Right. Uh, uh, or moving careful, I think it was, and I was into that kind of like real junky sounding like mm-hmm. uh, um, you know bedroom tapes kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And somebody was like, oh, check out Nebraska. Cause yeah. It, and and I listened to it and it just didn't hit me like that yeah so, so. I, I would be interested especially with the takeaway of this album being like his voice because on that record it's like yeah some of it is just straight up singing like yeah yeah yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> uh, like that that's actually one that i plan to uh, yeah to, to go right back to yeah yeah, I would say if you're gonna, you know, Nebraska for you, Casey, I think is going to be probably a pretty big thing at this stage in your life. I yeah, would right. I would only assume anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, the river or Born to Run, would be, I would suggest, is your next direction. <laughs> My next direction? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> next, next time I have a boner, yeah. that thing's going to be Born to Run. <laughs> I'm going to call it the river, and I don't know why. <laughs> well, Greg. Yeah. In one of See You Next Wednesday's stunning letdowns where you didn't get to see Mad Max, right. yeah. you now have the uh, moment of retribution where you can pick an album. I can. What What are you doing? You gave us you gave us a nice one last week. I you did. wanted to share in, in the love of Bruce. Yeah. So, it, but although it, I do have to say it does sound like we deserve something terrible. <laughs> I, and I've been all day trying to figure out what to do. Yeah. I listened to, I kind of scanned over a couple albums I've been thinking about on my way here. Um... I, mo- I, mean, I spent most of the week just listening to Darkness uh, on the edge of town myself just because it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I hadn't... Uh, I just had nothing. I was like, I, mean, I guess I'll something will come to me while we're doing this. And, uh, and you know, so I gave you guys Springsteen this time and I gave you the last Punishment album I gave out was Killing Joke. Yeah. So, uh, and we're right about to record and then... Casey was talking about something with his computer and he said the words Smash Mouth. Uh, <laughs> ah, damn it! I blame you for this, you motherfucker. So I quickly uh, Wikipedia'd Smash Mouth, um, the uh, wonderful band from the uh, late 90s, oh, and I God. see they have, and they're still going, and they put out an album called Magic in 2012, and I want to know what that sounds like. But listen, don't worry. All Music gave it three and a half stars, saying it was as effortlessly effervescent as anything else Smash Mouth has ever released, <laughs> filled with grooving, organ-fueled beach party anthems. Oh, God. <laughs> Featuring a song called Justin Bieber. So, uh, uh, uh. get into it. 
as well I, as I, I, I think Springsteen is awesome summer music. So this is a <laughs> fuck your summer. <laughs> yeah, there's a song on here called Future Ex-Wife. <laughs> And a cover of Don't You Forget About Me by Simple Minds. Oh, gross. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, So do that for me, please. Uh, What's it called? Magic. Magic. And the cover art is wonderful. (laughs) What is it? Let me see. (laughs) Is it on there? What do you got? Oh, I will uh, bring it up. Okay. Oh, it's some uh, magic (laughs) hands. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) It looks very professional. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, sorry. I would yeah. like three. I listened to s- three fucking brilliant albums on my way here, but then Casey said Smash Mouth. <laughs> you motherfucker! I'm so, I'm sorry. I uh, no. I, I again, I do feel like we deserve something yeah, this bad, yeah. so I can't feel that. And bad I've about just it. had a long day because I uh I, ha- I woke up this morning early this morning to watch. Did you hear about the Morgans? And then was on like on my way to work, and I'm like. Oh fuck! Is it my own, my nine hundred two and zero? So then I had to watch nine hundred two and zero. So I've had a long day of watching <laughs> crap stuff. So yeah. Well, so, so Smash Mouth. Let's uh, let's get rolling so we can get to nine hundred two and zero. Yes, please. Um, this week Poltergeist and Tomorrowland open up, mm-hmm. but we've been dying to see Tomorrowland. Yeah. After those trailers, for sure. Um, Brad Bird's film. This mm. I have high hopes for this, and I'm really hoping that uh, they aren't dashed. But it's the week after Mad Max. Yep, and it's gonna be really hard to follow Mad Max Fury Road. Yep, yeah, yeah. Mm. Especially a movie that looks like you know. I think the fucking trailers for this thing look amazing, but there is potential for it to be kind of a messy action movie, like the kinds of movies that Mad Max makes me not like. Yeah, you know. What but I mean? it's Brad Bird. But it's Brad Bird. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's Brad Bird. I trust yeah. that. Guy. Yeah, I do too. Totally. And I like the clones. He's pretty good. Clones are yeah. ours. Yeah. So we were wondering. I bet he clones it up all nice and sweet. In this movie. <laughs> yeah. It was like, what are we gonna do? Yeah. Against that, right? Could have done Hot Pursuit, but we're not sure. Not if sure. It'll if still be in theaters. Still be in theaters. <laughs> And there's not much else out there. There's yeah. a lot of good movies opening this week that are just not as well, yeah. not as high profile as this. Yeah, no, I'm dying. Poltergeist, to see Poltergeist. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah uh, I'm. Uh, it's too bad Wig Poltergeist movie. is uh, uh, caught up in the car crossfire. I feel like that's one I'll see on my own time anyway. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so it was like, well, maybe what's the worst Disney movie we can think of? Yeah, and then uh, what? And then we well, kind of spiral so, off into something yeah, else. We right? spiral off anyway, so we've landed on the loser is going to have to watch. Super Babies, <laughs> Baby Geniuses 2 yeah. from 2004. Yeah. A tenuous through line, but, but sci-fi-ish. Listen, John yeah. Voight's in it, so, yeah. uh, you know. Is that the is Bob Clark, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, unfortunately. Following the plot of the first film, four babies can communicate with each other using baby talk and have knowledge of many secrets. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> knowledge of many secrets? Yeah. Well, now I want to lose. <laughs> Sounds great. Secrets Notoriously and, bad. Secrets film. and lies, people, baby. Uh, really, yeah. For a, for such a throwaway kind of thing, people really did latch on to just how terrible this thing is. Yeah. So, All right. All right, well, Casey. We'll find out. Tomorrowland versus yeah. Baby Talk Secrets. I, I don't even. <laughs> baby, baby Talk Secrets. It's good thing you watch all those baby documentaries, too. Yeah. <laughs> this could work out perfectly. Yeah, I watched a movie called The Secret Life of Babies. Yeah. It's now, it's... Secret Baby Talk. <laughs> <laughs> Babies After Dark. Uh, Casey's roll to five. Uh, 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 I don't right. know which one I want more. 
I've rolled a two. A two, so I'm gonna uh, go zero. Come on, zero or one, zero or one. That's a four. Yep. Yeah. All right. Ah, hey, you, bro- yeah. you broke your losing streak. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, sorry. You know, I feel bad, Dan Gorman, because I feel like of the three of us, you've been wanting to see Tomorrowland absolutely the most. Uh, yeah. Yep. Well, I'm gonna go see Poltergeist anyway, no matter what. So sure. Yeah. That'll that'll lift your spirits, yeah. buddy. Unless mm-hmm. it's a huge letdown. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So next week, Baby Talk yeah. versus Tell me about Tomorrowland. those secret babies. Yeah. <laughs> what are those secret babies saying, Dan Gorman? <laughs> what are those uh, secret man. babies telling mm-hmm. you? They're telling me it's time for 902 and Oh Yeah Relay. Bam. <laughs> Let's do it. 902 and Oh Yeah Relay is our segment where we all watch 902 and Oh for the yeah. first time. <laughs> Beverly Hills, that yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, season three, we're working through it one episode at mm. a time, and whoever has to watch the episodes then uh, tell the rest of us what happened on that episode. Yeah. We've never seen the show before. Do you think people are going to be bummed out that we didn't go goosh goosh? Goosh goosh. Oh, man, Fluted, maybe. Fluted. Dougie, Dougie. Doggy, doggy, goosh, goosh. Dougie, Dougie. Yeah. All right. Well, it's my episode this week. Yeah, what a... I saw an episode called Song of Myself. Oh, man. Yeah. Sounds, uh, sounds yeah. amazing. Summer's sounds over, gang. Sorry, it's time to go back to school. Are we oh, back in school? No. We're back at it school. It's the first day of school. Uh, so at school, everyone's back at school, and Brandon's <laughs> like, I don't know about you guys, but I kind of miss this place. And they're like, you're an idiot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Brandon's like, up, Brandon. all, you know, I'm a senior now, and all I've done is like work hard and study and shit like that. This year, I'm going to partay. Uh, Brandon? Yeah, Brandon wants to cut loose this year. So oh, then we got David's on the radio. <laughs> I'm going to freak out on all you guys this year. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's been pretty tame lately. Yeah. I'm waiting for a good old Brandon meltdown pretty soon here. Yeah, um, he's starting to get really boring. Yeah, I know. He's got, he's got to tell somebody how to live their life soon. Yeah. Um, so David's on the school radio doing his fucking thing, uh, and then his groupie. Remember his groupie that he made out yeah, with Steve? in the summertime? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Nikki, she shows up and he's like, "What?" And she comes in the booth. She's like, "Hey, cool booth guy." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's like, "I transferred here. I told my parents that stuff was things, and then here I am." <laughs> I told I told my parents I want to go to the school with the coolest booth. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "Oh no!" Um, and so the gang, most of the gang, anyway. Uh, are they're going to be senior buddies? To okay, the, to the freshmen, the new, the juniors, or whatever. Uh, the kids coming in first day of high school. So Steve and Brenda and Donna are all going to be buddies. Yeah, <laughs> the buddy system. So Steve gets a really nerdy guy named Herbert. Oh and no! Steve's like, God damn it! Uh, Brenda gets a very awkward girl named Susie. Who then she takes to the bathroom, and Susie spends a long time in the bathroom, and Brenda's like... <laughs> Taking a dump? Yeah. That's what I thought. I'm like, this is weird. We've been in here like a long time. <laughs> so that's Susie's character trait, is that she takes forever to shit. And Su- Susie's in the stall, and Brenda's like, just be your own self when you're in high school, because like, I always wanted to join the pep squad when I came here, but somebody told me it was stupid, and now I did, so I didn't, and I regret it, and... and uh, then uh, the door of the stall opens, 
And uh, Susie comes out, and now she's wearing crazy clothes. She and she's smoking. And she comes out smoking a cigarette. Oh no! She's dressed like she must have. She must have watched Grease while she was yeah. in the <laughs> She comes out dressed like she's uh, was at a photo shoot for the promotional material for the Red Hot Chili Peppers' Mother's Milk album. Like, <laughs> oh god! Yeah, it's like, whack a do. Here's some stuff. And uh, <laughs> is she wearing a sock on her vagina? <laughs> Just hanging out there. <laughs> Arr, it's hard to keep it. Uh, so, uh, and she's like, whoa, Susie's crazy. Anyway, Brandon and Andrea are sitting around talking about their stupid newspaper. Uh, <laughs> and she's like, ugh. And, uh, they're, and he, she's like, oh, the department head is, we're getting a new teacher. And he's like, why? So-and-so's gone. And he's like, why? He's like, oh, she's pregnant. And he's like, I didn't know she was married. And she's like, she's not. And oh. Brandon goes, Oh, <laughs> really? Oh. Is it uh, whatever? People get pregnant. Guy. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just surprised because like, isn't this show supposed to be sort of like uber liberal? And uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm surprised they're taking such a. Uh, yeah. He was just like, Ooh, oh, she's a slut. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Yikes. Um, so, yeah, they're chit-chatting, but they're going to be... So there's going to be a new uh, faculty advisor or whatever, and, but Brandon's like, listen, I'm quitting the paper. And I'm like, wicked. <laughs> I'm tired of these episodes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, nothing good ever really came from a newspaper-centric yeah. episode. Well, it's, it gets him up on a pedestal sometimes. Yeah. He can be crazy biased, which is pretty good. Yeah. Um, so Brandon's like, I'm quitting the paper. And she's like, no, you're not. And they're arguing and stuff like that. And the new faculty advisor is like at the doorway watching them fight. And he's like, then he comes in and he's like this terrible actor. And he's so smarmy and weird. And he's like, oh, don't stop and kill me. And he's really kind of flirty, and I'm like, I don't know which one he's flirting with. It's really bizarre. He's got this beard, and I don't like him. <laughs> he's a weird actor. Anyway, I Dylan, love watching D- teenagers fight each other. Yeah, Ooh. keep it up, guys. Uh, Dylan and Kelly are like, oh, we're in the same Spanish class, and Dylan's like, I was trying to call you. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I was at home all night, and he's like, David answered, so I hung up. <laughs> I think I thought we should talk before we come to school and have the whole year of this weirdness, and they're about to talk. But Brenda comes in. They're all in the same class together. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Uh, so shit's probably going to happen. Uh, Andrea uh, chats up the new teacher. She really wants to make a good impression, and he's kind of flippant with her, and she's like... Rrr. Uh, Donna and David are talking <laughs> about like, yeah they're talking about whatever and then Donna's like oh and I got my uh, student uh, buddy that I've got to show around and it's fucking Nikki the groupie she comes over and pretends to not know David uh, oh so sorry Meathead's uh, Meathead is the senior buddy to oh, David's no. fling. And he's like, what a strange coincidence. (laughs) Uh, Kelly watches Dylan and Brenda make out and she is sad. What else do I got here? I got to turn the page of my notes there. Uh, Then back in newspaper class, um, Andrea loves the the new teacher and is very like, yay, until he criticizes the paper. Then she's like, (laughs) boo. 
<laughs> and uh, she's getting a little more, uh, you know, cross and stuff like that. And then her and Brand are walking, and she's like, "What's your problem?" She's like, "I don't think he likes me." And he's like, "Whatever, I'm sure he does." You blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> <laughs> I got my own problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, anyway, then at the Walsh house, the Walshes are making dinner, and Dylan's there, and everything seems fine with that shit. Him and uh, <laughs> Dad are getting along. Oh boy! And they're gonna go try and start a barbecue together, and that's real fun time. Um, then at, uh, Kelly and David's house, Kelly's complaining to David about, uh, Dylan and Brenda, cause he knows the whole thing. And, and, uh, he's wearing the biggest jacket in this scene too. <laughs> it's so huge. <laughs> this, this scene is, uh, noticeable in it, that he's wearing is. the biggest it's jacket. It's so big. Yeah. Jesus Christ, David. And then he's complaining <laughs> about his, uh, Is he wearing a shirt underneath it? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. The jacket's so big. I didn't yeah, even notice. Yeah. What can only assume. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he's so then she's complaining about that and he's complaining about his groupie problem and she's like you just gotta come clean and he's like yeah okay Kel you're the expert there cause she's got the sweet whole sweet burn like, yeah shit uh, so the new teacher of newspaper school is uh, Mr. Myers that's his name the smarmy flirty teacher Okay, yeah. and he chats with Andrea in the library and he's asking a lot about Brandon she's like what do you think of Brandon do you think he's a leader do you she's think he like, likes me yeah. <laughs> will you pass him a note in gym class <laughs> Um and uh, do you think he's a leader? And she's like, yeah, I guess if you know properly motivated, Brandon could be pretty great. And she's like, well, good because I'm going to want to make him the new editor in chief. Oh and she's like, man, oh, that's what I do. And he's like, you've done it for two years though, so let's have him do it. Oh, you did it for two years. Yeah. And you suck at yeah. it. And then he's like, it'll be great. You can be the woman behind the man. Oh, oh <laughs> so he's trying to turn the newspaper into a boys' club. Uh huh. And uh, also, she's, Brandon she's like, would, yeah, Brandon would be a terrible yeah. editor in chief. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although oh. it would make for an entertaining newspaper. Yeah. Because it would all be craziness. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, we cut to the uh, courtyard of the school and Steve is hitting on this girl. And then Herbert, his buddy, shows up and Steve's like, God damn it, Herbert. And uh, he's like, Herbert's like, where's the computer lab? <laughs> <laughs> And Steve and Steve's got this <laughs> mullet going on now that I'm not okay with. Oh man, it's getting funky. Uh, and so Steve's like, "It's over there through that blah blah blah." And then he, uh, where's the computer? Lab? And then he's like, "So where was I?" And he turns around to talk to the girl, but she's gone. Oh, yeah. Amazing. But there's like weird music, like what did it do? Did it do? Like it's not a. She just walked away. It's like she's fucking <laughs> Batman or like a fucking um, some magic <sighs> happens. Like, where yeah. did she go? A mystery. I don't understand. How did they do that? <laughs> Really weirdly directed. Um, then what do we got here? Nikki talks to David in the DJ booth, and she wants him. She really likes Donna, and she's like, "You got to tell her what happened." Uh, you know, because this is I can't live with this. Yeah, and he's like, "All right, oh, well, I will. good for her." Yeah, I was like, I wasn't expecting that. I yeah. thought she was gonna be in there trying to you know rough stuff. Like, up yeah, or trying to be like a femme fatale, right? And she's like, "Fine, I'll tell her tonight." And she's like, "Good." Uh, and then back in newspaper class, Mr. Myers is uh, like, Brandon, can you stay after class? And he's like, yeah. And then he's like, we want you to be editor in chief. And he's like, really? And Andrea is just dying inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which and, is something we've seen happen before. Yeah. And then so Andrea or uh, Brandon walks out there and he bumps into Nikki, the groupie in the hallway and knocks her books down and helps her pick them up. And he's like, sorry, see you around. And she just swoons over the side of Brandon. <laughs> um, and then Brandon uh, Brandon goes and talks to the teacher again, Mr. Myers. And he wants to make sure that Andrea is okay with it. You know, that she's probably really the one for the job. 
But uh, Myers is like, listen, he's like, and I wanted to just kick back. This is my senior year. And Mr. Myers is like, hey, man, I was the original couch potato until my teacher gave me a Walt Whitman book. And I'm like, blah, blah, blah. blah." (laughs) 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 Uh, (laughs) So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And uh, Brandon's like, okay, this is great. Sounds good. I guess I'll just do this thing. Where's the computer? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brenda wants to have a barbecue party, and Dylan's like, okay. Uh, and Kelly is trying to change her classes because she can't handle being in all these classes. She's in a bunch of classes with Brenda and Dylan. Ooh. So she's like, I'll take art. And the teacher's like, you suck at art. And she's like, I don't care. Just put me in art. <laughs> And it changes your whole schedule. For a teacher to do. And then, uh, <laughs> seriously, so you've never seen me do art. I can tell. Nah, you <laughs> suck at it. Yeah. Uh, so Brandon is uh, hard at work, being the editor in chief. He is bossing people around. Andrea comes in and she's trying to be like, "Okay, I'm here to do the thing. Tell me what to do." Yeah. And then first thing he's doing is changing her layout that she's built for the last two years. Oh, and she's like, no. "Why are you changing the layout?" And he's like, "Why not?" And then he's like, oh, I don't know. And then so she's kind of goes, she kind of talked to you in the hallway. And he's like, yeah, hey, can you give me that uh, report you had on how to streamline the whole thing? And she's like, no, like I spent a lot of time working on that. Yeah. That's my thing. I'm not going to just give it to you so you can take all the credit. Yeah. And he's like, hey, give it to me or don't give it to me. I don't care. I just thought you might want to help. And uh, oh, what a then, loser. She, then she kind of lays into him and he's like, you know, like, yeah, he made me editor in chief and, you know, like you backed you backed it up. So why did we you know she's like, well, what what what, did, what was I going to say that you're you procrastinate that you're not organized, that you're not motivated, you know, uh, uh, that you're a nut job. Yeah, <laughs> you're totally insane. You won't have sex with me. <laughs> My least favorite thing about you. Yeah. And uh, and he's like, I can do this job just as good as you. And she's like, great, because you can do it alone. And uh, that's, a, that's a side. She just um, like described a side of Brandon we haven't really seen before. Yeah, like is he a procrastinating lazy douche? I don't think so. I feel like he has like a couple of jobs. Yeah, he yeah. Really like well he school. has like eight jobs. <laughs> yeah. Joey Tatas fucking yeah. loves the tits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although she is right, if he thinks that he can do this job as well as her, then he needs to go write his own fucking streamline. Yeah. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think she should start her own paper. Yeah. Ooh, I think she should start a zine and become a. So he tells her uh, the fuck you, Brandon. She's like, you can great. If you think you can do it as good as me, you can do it alone. And she walks away. And he's like, yeah, that's right, Andrea. Just walk away because if you're too egotistical to handle this, you know. And then he's like, Uh, was he doing some dice man uh, there? Oh, oh! The music in this scene I found really funny, so I recorded it. Oh, great! So (laughs) let's give that a little listen here. This is what happens as this scene hits its climax point, where he really. (laughs) Was that a fart? What is this? What genre is this? <laughs> what Mike Oldfield album did this come out of? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sleeper <laughs> class. Um, yeah, yeah. Because he's like, because when he says, if you're just if you're too egotistical to handle this, then you know, fucking whatever. And she's she just stops in her tracks, and she's like, that fart noise you heard is her going, ah. Okay. Oh. Ah, because out. she had just farted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that fart noise you just heard was her. Sorry, fart. Brandon. What did you say? I was farting. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, this just in. <laughs> I just 
Here's a story for your new newspaper. <laughs> Here's a scoop. Uh, <laughs> girl farts in the hallway. Uh, <laughs> girl angrily farts in the hallway, but you're essentially correct. Uh-uh. So, oh, and, uh, at the scoop. Peach Pit, uh, Steve and David are talking. Steve has taken David's song and put it out on a whole ton of 45s. Ooh. Which seems weird. Uh, Wait, and, what and, happened? Oh, Steve... Yeah, he's the manager. Forty-five. <laughs> yeah, boy, he's a box of forty-fives. <laughs> and David's Brian like, "What Epstein are you now? doing?" And he's like, "It'll play at every diner in town." <laughs> I'm like, yeah, all right. I- I'm going to play it at the sock hop next Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> It'll play in every diner in town, of which we have one. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. here all the time. And he's like, "Well, you can't play it here because Nikki thinks she's the first one who heard my song. Donna thinks she's the first one who heard my song." And Steve's like, "I thought I was the first one who heard this." <laughs> and uh, so uh, let's see. And then Steve's like, "Listen, don't tell." Donna, she'll just freak out. Just do what I do. Deny, deny, deny. Uh, then we find out Dylan doesn't know how to cook, so the barbecue that Brenda wants to have is going to be a disaster. And, uh, then Brenda finds an earring at D- in Dylan's place, and he's like, oh, it's, uh, it's my mom's earring. <laughs> but fair enough. I, yeah. And uh, then she's like, oh, okay, fine. Better give it back to her. Then he's like, yeah. And then back school the next day, Dylan brings Kelly her earring. Yeah. Like, oh, trying to find your earring, so she throws it in the bush. He had Kelly's earring too. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, oh, gullible Casey. <laughs> let's see. So I, I do wish that hey the barbecue. Where's the computer? Like? <laughs> I wish that the barbecue subplot was a thing where it was like he doesn't know how to cook, so he's got to order from the local hotel like <laughs> cheeseburgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get some cheeseburgers. Um, with some cumin. Uh, so okay, cumin burger. Uh, what do we got going on here? Uh, then she, he's like, "You're not in any of our classes anymore," and stuff like that. And she's like, "Yeah, I changed them because I yeah. just can't. You know, I need, I need it. I changed it for me. I just can't. You know, yeah, it's not to make everyone else comfortable. It's for my own happiness." And she's like, Ugh. Um, "So uh, then Brenda and Donna answer. are walking around, and Brenda's little uh, student uh, buddy." Yeah. Susie, who changed her clothes in the bathroom. We've yeah. seen her do this a couple of times throughout this episode. So then she's wearing all her crazy outfit again, and she goes by, and they're both like, wow, she's pretty bonkers. And Donna's like, yeah, you, you know who that is. And Brenda's like, no. She's like, oh, that's Scott's sister. That's Dougie's sister. Oh. Dougie. Oh, shit. Oh, my Susie. God. She, she had better Susie. shoot yeah, herself like, in the face. Oh, my God. I got so happy. My mouth actually dropped open. I went, <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Finally. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> oh, reveal. Yes. Reveal. Oh, yeah. It was, it was huge. Anyway, then, so then we cut to Myers. Mr. Myers talking to Andrea, who he constantly calls Andrea. Yeah. And she corrects him once, but even in scenes that she's not in, he's like, yeah, fucking what's her name, Andrea? <laughs> he's such a dick. <laughs> and uh, she's like, listen, I'm quitting the paper. And uh, you know, and she's like, and this is why, because I'm the one when that paper was failing, I'm the one who was you know, working yeah, after school. And th- totally. I, I found funding for it. I found advertising for it. I did all this shit. I hired people for it. I, you know, So it was my baby. And, and he's like, well, why didn't you say any of this? And he's like, I wanted you to like me. And he's like, I do like you. <laughs> And, uh, and then he's like, but sometimes overachievers like you need to get over their egos and accept disappointment. <laughs> Ex- what? Yeah. And he's like, it's a, oh, it's good for you. It's a lesson. And she's like, you wouldn't say that to me if I was a man. Uh. And uh, he's like, huh? And he's like, you're teaching the male how to be a leader and the female how to be a team player. And he's like, I'm not sexist. Ooh, that's <laughs> a fucking good point. Though. Yeah, it was a yeah. good point. I was like, oh, shit. 
And he's like, I'm not sexist. And she's like, well, you know, why is it that a man is tough and a woman's a bitch? Why is it that a man is assertive and a woman is pushy? Like, all this language yeah. that you're using is completely incorrect. And he's like, and she's like, what would Walt Whitman say about that? And he's oh, like, oh. <laughs> he got a boner? Yeah. <laughs> Don't say Walt Whitman again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so oh, that really leaves my grass. If you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm afraid I don't know yeah. what you mean. Song of myself, it goes like this. <laughs> Boner. <laughs> you you want to hear it? it? Goes like this. A boy. Although she so, makes amazing points. Uh, she yeah. does. She does. Um, so uh, Donna and Nikki. Uh, the group here walking and talking, and then she's like, "Oh man, I'm so glad you're cool with this." And Donna's like, "Cool with what?" David didn't tell her, mm-hmm. and she's uh. like, "Oh God, he didn't tell you." And Donna's like, "What happened?" And she's like, "No, nothing. It's like it's not that bad. It's just I, I, you know, I didn't know what to do, and you know, I met David last summer. We all we did was listen to music, and we just kissed a little. That's all we did." And she's like, "You just kissed? That's all we do." <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, Donna's pissed. And she's yeah. like, oh, don't get mad at him. He's such a nice guy because when I wanted it to get beyond just some like light kissing, he wouldn't do it because he loves you. Yeah. Like, he, he ended it. And right. he told me about you. So don't get mad at him. She's like, I'm not going to get mad. I'm going to get even. I'm going to murder it. <laughs> and then, I'm going to make out with you right now. <laughs> yeah. And then the music was like... So then we cut to some bullies who are uh, 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 bullying Herbert, Steve's uh, buddy that he doesn't like. Oh, no. But Steve comes over and stands up for him. And now they're friends and they hug. Uh, Nikki and Brandon actually meet this time, and she swoons like crazy this time. Uh, Brenda finds <laughs> Susie in the bathroom putting on her normal clothes to go home and pretend she's normal Susie and not Red Hot Chili Pepper Susie. <laughs> Red Hot Susie Pepper. And then Brenda's like, Brenda. <laughs> Brenda's like, uh, I knew Dougie. Uh, and like, it's a weird thing. She's to be like, like, hey, Susie. Okay. <laughs> she's like, it was a weird thing to say. She's like, I knew Scott. She's like, you did? Like, And then she says something weird. She's like, before or after he killed himself, she's like, I was at his birthday party when he did it. Oh. <laughs> I knew Scott yeah. before or after he killed himself. Oh, quite, quite a long time after. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a weird thing to say. Like, I knew your brother. I was there when he died. <laughs> yeah. I watched it happen. Yeah. It was gross. And she's like, listen, you don't have to lie about who you are. If you want to talk to a counselor, I can recommend one. And she's like, that'd be great. And then Mr. Myers and Brandon talk, and Mr. Myers is like, do you think I'm sexist? And Brandon's like, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> and then they're like, I don't give a fuck. Like, Shit, man, we, Andrea, this, well, this is really hard, all this stuff that she did. How do we get out of the doghouse? And then they have like a moment where they're like, oh, I got an idea. Makeover, makeover, makeover. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so Brandon- hey, we'll just send her some flowers. She's probably yeah. at her period. <laughs> <laughs> So Brandon goes and finds Andrea in the library, and he's like, hey, how about you be the co-editor-in-chief with me? We'll be partners. And she's like, that's great, chief. And he's like, co-chief, tonight we party. Whoa. <laughs> and then they, so and then they stood back the to back with their arms folded like yeah. this. Um, co- tonight, co-chief, let's party. And by party, I mean co-fuck. <laughs> <laughs> JK, Andrea, I'll never fuck mm-hmm. you. Um, so at the barbecue party... Uh, Nikki comes up to David and he's like, she's like, we need to talk. And he's like, okay. She's like, in private. He's like, okay. 
<laughs> and so they go into this private area and she throws herself at him. Ooh. She's like, David, I want you. I can't take it anymore. And he's like, no, stop it. I love Donna. And then Donna pops out like, busted. And he's like, what? And they're like, then they- like she was wearing, she was wearing a suit of Nikki. <laughs> she <laughs> pops yeah. out of her and, mouth. Uh, Nikki and Donna high five. They were testing David and he passed with lying colors. And so Donna's not mad at him anymore. And they kiss and they're happy. Oh, that's weirdly convenient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and Nikki then asked Donna, and it's like, does Brandon have a girlfriend? And they're like, Ee-hee. and they watch Brandon. And then Brenda, Kelly is sitting by herself looking sad. Brenda wants to know what's wrong with Kelly. And she's like, Kelly, you're just lonely. We'll find you a guy. One as great as Dylan. <laughs> and then she goes and kisses Dylan, and Kelly sits there sad, and that's the end of the episode. Oh, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> one, of- one as good as Dylan. By way of example, I'm going to go kiss him. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> this is how good it could be for yeah. you. Yeah. Blah, 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 so we blah, end the episode with uh, Brenda and Dylan and Kelly looking on sad. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Pretty so this is where we're at on where we're fucking at on uh I'm trying to make one of those portmanteaus of their of their names Kelly and uh or Brenda what? and uh, Dylan Brenda and Dylan Brillin Brillin D- Denda Denda <laughs> Brillda because we need a hashtag like like uh <laughs> like Deborah oh, yeah. <laughs> we need like, Br- Brillin watch hashtag Brillin watch yes no <laughs> Brillin watch. Yeah. He was my favorite character from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> that, so they've they just swept the David thing under the rug. I guess maybe they like this actress that was playing the groupie. So like, let's yeah. get the racist out. Of it. Let's make that one girl racist. Get her out of here and then, yeah. uh, let's set him up with the new young girl. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. They won't find out that this new one's racist for at least three episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. Well, right. uh, does this have a pass? Not pass for the uh, the newspaper sexism stuff. I, I think honestly, it does have. I think a it pass. has a pass yeah. too. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Andrea fucking laid it down. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And a big surprise. Uh, Andrea comes out of nowhere with the uh, the cogent points. I, I mean, normally I just want to just fucking. <laughs> Well, I was going to say punch her in the face, but somehow that feels wrong to say. <laughs> somehow. Yeah, I feel like I, I totally don't want to not fuck her. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I want to deny her. A mac- <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, totally. she was very good in this episode. It, yeah. I, it was all right. I was like, yeah, fucking A, man. So, yeah, this episode was quite good. We had the fucking, we drop the in, reveal. we got Dougie's sister in here. Which and, is fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's almost as if they did that for us. Yeah. yeah. They were yeah, like, totally. God damn it, see you next Wednesday needs more Dougie. No <laughs> I can't believe we squandered our Dougie. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, we got through the the summer episodes. That's usually, yeah. I guess. The, yeah, yeah. So we're back at school. It sounds like actually we have potential for quite a bit more Dougie because yeah. we've got Dougie's sister. Yeah. And then we've got Herbert, too, who sounds like quite a nerd. Uh, yeah, I don't no, listen. I I, uh, I don't think we're going to see Herbert again. Uh, oh, you think he's done? Yeah, you know why? Why? Because he's a black guy. Oh, yeah. really? I know does not keep those black guys around. No, much. it does not. Remember the one that Brandon was so tight with? He was the photographer, and he's going to do so good. Yeah. They, went out to, they went out to the bad part of town to yeah. learn about racism. Never seen that fucking guy again. No, he stayed in the bad yeah, part Brandon of town, and like, Brandon right, went buddy, back let's to take Beverly a picture together. Okay, we got it on film. Okay, get out of here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah. so I'm technically not a racist. All right, right I'm out. Yeah, this show does not uh, keep uh, any. It's the whitest show. Ever. That's a fucking bummer. Ever. Yeah, yeah. So well, yeah, I don't think well, we're going mean, to see Herbert again. It was the early '90s in Beverly Hills. I mean, it is quite possible that there weren't a great number of black people uh, to be represented. 
I don't know. I wasn't in Beverly Hills at the time. <laughs> um, I did want to make mention, uh, fan of the show, friend of the show, Matt Brown did text me today and he said, I hope it's not too late to get this in for 902 and Oh Yeah Relay. But in regards to us kind of thinking out loud about Melrose Place last week, mm-hmm. he said, they do kill people on Melrose Place. Oh, fuck yeah. We got to do a fucking, <laughs> at least one season. Man. And he also yeah. said, at one point, they blow up Melrose Place. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think maybe at the end of season three here, we take a diversion and do one season of Melrose Place. Yeah. yeah. yeah but we that. need to find out which season they blow up. <laughs> yeah, we can just drop in, right? <laughs> Because I feel like man. that's something you, you know, it's not like third episode, first season, or a house is blown up. Yeah, no. Well, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. No, okay. Well, fucking So, a. keep uh, coming back for that. Uh, next week, it'll be my episode on mm-hmm. 902 No Yeah Relay. And uh, as always, you can find us on ModernSuperior.com, where you can find our show amongst other shows, including uh, the season finale of Super Zero, where they talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The 1990 film that one's awesome as i mentioned before flight schools episode is up there uh we got new let's scare matthew price to death coming out every week and uh tons more weekend at Burgess had a new one a week ago i think so get up on the site and listen to some shows yeah get up to get down yeah and you can follow us on facebook at facebook.com slash synwpc mm-hmm. we post movie news there and such and you can comment on them and we uh will we'll also comment on them and you can also follow us on Twitter at SYNWPC. And I check that not as much as the Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but stuff is there. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, as always, we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye, Internet. It's another episode in the shitbag sack. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot that episode to the sun. <laughs> <laughs> This has been a presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.